Hey, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. It's been a while to the Double Panic Cast. It's been, I want to say like almost six months, you guys. I would say six months. Yeah, we're about six months. Yeah, I would say damn near six months. And uh, a lot of stuff has happened in the world. And uh, as always, I am joined here today with my my co-host, my good internet friends, my good friends in general. We've known each other for a year. We've all known each other for a year now. I think I think I can break the seal of entry. We're friends now. We're friends. I would say that. And uh, yeah, welcome back to another episode of uh, the Double Panic Cast, number thirteen. Friday the thirteenth was yesterday, but today is Saturday the thirteenth because it's the thirteenth episode of the Double Panic Cast. And, uh, yeah, I am excited to get into it because we got a whole bunch of topics to talk about. Uh, we got, um, uh, we got Elden Ring, Outsells, Call of Duty, Hooray, uh, Mob Cycle Season 3 was announced, and we have some thoughts about anime. We may piss a few of you guys off, but it's okay. Uh, we also got Elon Musk. Elon Musk, uh, maybe having a little bit of a harder time securing the bag, which is Twitter, uh, than we thought. And we also have, uh, of course, uh, Resident Evil is back at it again with their terrible adaptations. We're going to see what that's about. And we're just going to shoot the shit randomly. Uh, we also have some Poppy Playtime drama as well as, of course, the ongoing drama with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. So, before we get into it, what's going on with you guys? What's going on? It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah, sorry, my wife just Puds was like making a weird noise over in the corner. I love her. Say hi really quick if you can. Hi! There she is. Uh, unofficial secret guest. But yeah, um, we've been good. Uh, I've been playing Elden Ring. I'm playing it right now, actually. <laughs> it's been, like, constant. I'm probably going to stop playing it because I'm going to need to focus on what we're talking about. But yeah, it's been good. Just been chilling. Michael, what about you? Pretty much the same. Just kind of playing Elden Ring. Working consistently. And, uh... Yeah, it seems like just just been vibing. We've been vibing, you guys, you know, just trying to get everything situated, you know, trying to bring back double panic in a big way, uh, as Legit. big as we possibly can. And uh, for starters, this podcast is going to be weekly, regardless if it's just me talking or if I have a, a special guest on or if it's the main members of double panic. It's going to be a weekly podcast until until we reach episode 100. We are not taking uh, I am not taking any breaks on this podcast. I will probably be here with you most Saturdays unless I'm doing something else, but yes. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. No promises are being made. No promises are being made. All of us will be in the episode, but I'm just saying that uh, from here on out, every Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time over here on Twitch, you can catch it live. But if you can't catch it live, you can go ahead and catch it on your preferred podcast platform. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. What? Uh, check us out any of those platforms be sure to give us five stars uh it helps us uh get pushed up in the old podcast algorithm so that way you are uh helping us out in the long run and also the video version is going to be available later words over on my youtube channel uh by the way so uh yeah with that being said yeah jake you said elden ring still you're still at it you're still chipping away it's the greatest i love it it's the best i've beaten it like i've gotten all the endings um, I've beaten it like several times. My character got glitched, so I had to start over. I'm not enjoying that because I had like a soul level 200 character that could basically one shot anything. I hated it. 
but you know it's it's fun it's fun going through the game i know where everything is so it's easier to speed run to items that i want like the great sword and go around slapping ass it's great i love it it's great it's just going in there slapping ass that's what that's how slapping you want to put it slapping slapping ass. ass well the great sword's got the crouch poke so you can crouch and just poke people it's hilarious and then you get that bloodhound step throw it on there and you're basically guts it's the best thing ever um yeah i'd say that's good i mean i have more time to like do stuff like that now i've been working on some side projects for like shorter content that's coming down on my channel on the way because i have a job that gives me evenings and weekends off finally i'm a grown-ass adult it's fucking amazing previous job i had i was driving people around for like dialysis and stuff but uh they would they did this thing where we're gonna schedule you for 12 hours and um you're gonna work for four or three so I only got paid for three hours, but I had to be available for 12 hours. And like, no issues with driving people around for Dallas. Love them all. They were wonderful people. But like the people paying me were not so great. I'm not gonna name and shame because I'm not, not I'm not about that life, but it was like I did give them no notice when I got my new job. I was like, hey, can you give me like uh, weekends off full time? And they're like, no. I'm like, cool, I quit. <laughs> so I just went to my new job and I've been uh I've been doing really well. I think I they're actually looking at me for to bring me to off of the phones doing just like like whatever work and if i can work myself into like a little monday to friday work at home gig then i can you know do my work in two hours and then record shit for the rest so i'm super excited about that yeah it's always nice to hear a good like business opportunity like i've been like in the precipice of r slash anti-work i've just been yeah, yeah, like yeah. looking at all of the bad news and like people getting fired for no reason people like saying like oh they didn't even uh state their pay like how much they're paying out the gate and i was just like uh like uh, i hate seeing it i hate seeing that the world that we live in today this like uber capitalist uh, capitalist yeah. world that we live in we're just like let's fuck over the little person literally did you did you hear about the drama for anti-work either you guys did you know what happened with that subreddit are you talking about when they went on like uh what was it fox news or what when the yeah 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 that was the funniest shit it just killed the movement like the movement was growing really really big and then as of course things get bigger like you get shitty reddit mods that show up that don't know what they're doing and it's like like a, a large majority of them became this weird circle jerk and so like the one main mod basically like fox was like hey do you want to do an interview and when fox asks if you want to do an interview the answer is no you say yeah. no we don't want to interview with you so the one mod took it upon themselves even after they put a vote hey should we do this and everyone in the community like a resounding million people said do not fucking do it they did it anyway <laughs> and they had no media training so they didn't know how to talk to someone on a newscaster show they just like you know they sounded really like I don't want to say incelly, but kind of incelly and sus. Like, you know what I mean? So when you when you talk to people, and I've talked to people at like radio stations and shit before in a professional environment, you have to kind of have a structured what you're going to say. And you have to, you don't give them information. You let them ask a question and you answer a part of the question. You don't answer the whole fucking question and elaborate. Like, because then you get diary of the mouth like what they did. And it, it looked really bad. Like they, you know, they didn't take the time to clean themselves up at least apparently for the the interview they didn't take like the sound was fine but like they didn't really pick a good room to sit in it looked kind of like washed out and gross like if that were me and i had to go on camera which i may in the future for my channel like i'm gonna pick a good back wall that you can see at least a clean wall you'll be able to see the camera pointed at my face 
in a way that's not disgusting. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll try to brush my teeth and shave or like, you know, comb my beard. You'll try. You try. won't not necessarily you'll do it, but you I'll will try. try. <laughs> well, you know, you're not going to see my like you're not going to get like a big huge on my pearly lights, but like yeah, I'll try. No, they're going to do the CSI enhance enhance. enhance. Look at the spinach in between ah, his teeth. Is that is that a cavity? And then and then like uh and then fucking Morbius, not Morbius. Mor- we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Morpheus <laughs> Morpheus shows up in the cuz he's in the new Grisham and he's just like, "Oh, I see." You. And then like it's like, "Get out of here, fucking cowboy Curtis." Anyway, Oh, I thought just, you were talking about the number one hit uh, movie around the world selling bajillion dollars worth of tickets. Eddie, Morf- Burback, did Morbius. Eddie Burback did a video where he uh, bought tickets to everything everywhere at once, and he just snuck into Morbius five times. That's a good video. You guys should watch it. But anyway, like, yeah, I think the anti-work thing kind of got fractured. Like, there's Lost Generation, which kind of sprang up, which is interesting uh, on, a, on Reddit, like our Lost Generation. And it's like news about everything you've said yanni like capitalism and like shit like my my boss and I, my job pays well and like i work for a charity i'm not gonna say which one because i don't want to like basically dox myself for the charity but like it's a job where i can give money to people and i feel good about it right mm-hmm. there's there's stuff where like there's other jobs out there where people can't fucking live they have to pay stupid premiums on apartments or like we were looking at houses the other day in the discord and like i'm in canada so our housing market's fucking horrible but like Yanni's like, look at this house, one hundred forty thousand, and I'm like, one hundred forty thousand. Like Puds and I have a fucking down payment to buy that right away. <laughs> like it's horrible. It's the worst. Yeah, I, I had found a house on that same thing. That's like a brand new house. Like just got built last year. One hundred fifty thousand dollars. Get fucked. I hate you both. I love you both because you're my American friends. But I'm so pissed. I wish we had housing like that in Canada. Like uh, like I'm around the GTA. If you look in the GTA for housing, like the Greater Toronto Area. Um, and Toronto is a mishmash of like a bunch of different cities pretending to be one. Come at me, I don't care. Toronto's dumb. Also, there's a reason our province is called Ontarable. Yeah, our houses cost as much as LA. It's fucking stupid. So like, like imagine a Hassan Piker house, right? That he bought for like 1.3 mil. That is a ramshackle shack, like that we that in like fucking Toronto. It's horrible. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, that's a, well, America has a different problem when it comes to housing in general, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not a good time for millennials. It's not, it's really not a good time. Uh, especially when you're trying to grow up and be a person because I'm not yeah. 30 yet, but when I want to at least like, cause you hear all these like, uh, gra- uh, like stories of grandeur from your parents of like, Oh, back in my day at 24, we had a full ass house and I had a mortgage, a down payment, two cars. I'm just like, yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah. I don't have any of that. <laughs> you ever see those memes? Sorry, Mecca, go ahead. It's like, yeah, we had like a house. We had on our way to buy a second house. Had like three cars and we had kids. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. You ever see those memes where it's like it's done with those weird like Reddit memes with like uh, uh, your parents at 20. Oh, here's our full house and two children. We've just squeezed out you at 20. Well, I guess I'll play Elden Ring some more. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I fed Torrent some berries. He's a good boy. And then, like, that's what you're doing, right? It's like, I have a house in Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a baller mansion. Actually, no, that's true, false. My 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 Animal Crossing world looks like Detroit. I'm oh, lying. Pud's <laughs> fucking Animal Crossing is like uh, Fantasy Island. She's got like a little check-in station and a bus bench, and like it's hers. It's dumb. You guys gotta do a stream sometime. She'll show you around, and you'll you'll be like, "Damn, I need to work more on my fucking Animal Crossing." 
Yeah, I like when people like shade my my village and be like, "Haha, your village sucks." I hate I just, like. I, I don't have. I'm sorry. I just village. don't have the time to like make a village. I or like yeah. constantly check in a day. Like, ooh, gotta check and see if like, ooh, let me see is uh, let me see who's here and like, is this person here to finish building my shit? It's like, no, I don't have time for that. Guess what? I fuck bitches. I fuck <laughs> bitches. That's what I do with my time. As you, like, like this is not quarantine anymore. <laughs> I'm in Garbage Mountain in my Animal Crossing world and at IRL. This sucks. I hate my life. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, video games, might as well just, just like jump into some like video game talk. Yeah. You know, sure. it's free form, you guys. Shut the fuck up, you guys. Don't hop off my dick. Anyway, oh, that's how most podcasts go. We're super professional. Elden Ring. Possible. Yeah. I want to talk about Elden Ring, Jake. Yes, we will. Elden Ring is the greatest game that ever been released ever. It is game of the year, all years, forever. 2022, the year of our Lord. It basically outsold Call of Duty. That's awesome. That's the best. Yeah, you love to see it. You love to see when like an underdog... Uh, Elden Ring's kind of an underdog in a way. Uh, when it uh, when it Because it's like, it's a Japanese game. It's like, is this a game made in Japan by like... Yeah, From Software has clout. Yeah, they... they they have a genre. They have the Souls genre, but uh, teaming up with um, George R R uh, George R R Martin. Yes. George means, really uh, really Martin. Uh, he. George really really Martin. I like that. That's good. I'm gonna steal that. Yeah, he is still not done with uh, uh, with Game of Thrones. Is he? Question mark. Who knows? No, he's still working on it. I think what happened was um, uh, uh, Hidetaki Miyazaki. I think that's the name of the guy that created this. If I'm wrong, please don't get mad. I know it's Miyazaki. He he basically was like, "Oh hey, do you want to write some lore for this game?" And George R. R. Martin was like, "Do I?" And he threw all the uh, whatever the fuck. And he's like, uh, "Do you have a decade?" Away. And then uh, Miyazaki yeah. was like, "No, we actually have less than yeah. that." And, and then, then like George, and then George R. R. Martin's like, "Okay, cool, I'll write some stuff." He's like, "Hey, what do you think Miyazaki about like poison swamps?" Miyazaki's boner grew, and then he goes, "Hey, what do you think about women with bare feet?" And Miyazaki's boner grew more. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lady in the game that will let you like rest okay. your hand in her bo- your head in her bosom, yeah, and I love girlfriend. it. It's great. Yeah. She's like, give me a hug, and then she makes you weak. <laughs> and that's why it sold like over a bajillion copies because nerds was like, yo, I can I can rest my heads on some titties. Yo, say yeah, less. Say four less. Hands. Four hands. Four. Oh yeah, I want to. I want to see what Randy do. What does Randy do with those hands? What, what do you do? What those hands do? There's a guy. There's a guy in Elden Ring that does the uh, impression for Sir Gideon Ofnir, and he goes, uh, "I'm going to try and do it the best I can." He goes, "Tarnished, are you talking to the blue lady with the four hands? You're thinking what she can do with those hands? eh, tarnished, tarnished. I see you have." <laughs> he goes off. He goes, "I see you have a small doll there, tarnished." Think not of the horrible things with the jaw you can do with the doll. And that's like my best Gideon off the impression. But he basically just sits there and he like he like he'll sit there and fucking do impressions like that. He's like he's like ah the blue Connie's tempting you, eh? Katanish. It's like the dumbest shit. I'm like sitting there fucking crying because it's like so spot on. Uh, there's another dude that does patches impressions. Of, like it's just oh there's a dude that got super famous in this game called Let Me Solo Her. So there's a boss called Millennia or Millennia, whatever the fuck her name is. She's like. Uh, she's basically a Sekiro boss in uh, a Souls game that you can't do Sekiro style combat. So she just she's the hardest boss in the game. She's very difficult. Um, I took her. It took me like at least twenty tries to beat her. There's a dude called Let Me Solo Her that wears a pot on his head, 
and he just he he solos her. You summon him, he will fight the boss and destroy her. And he just got his thousandth kill on stream. Uh, um, I think his name's like Klein Swords or something like that. Like his avatar is the dude from Sword Art. He he basically went in and like just destroyed her for the thousandth time. So I'm really hoping in any future Elden Ring DLCs we get him as like an ally or just like they make him an NPC that just doesn't talk. Just naked dude with pot on his head. It was the coolest shit. It like unreal. What a fucking hero. Yeah, I was uh I was that good at the game, but I I I really suck at the game. Like it's not like I suck so hard at Elden Ring, it's not even funny. You're not bad. Like you summon me a couple times and you're fine. It's just like you need to know where to go. This is the kind of game where the difficulty stems from like, okay, where do I go? Right? And you have options to like, okay, I can go here, I can go there, I can do whatever. But like you're like you summoned me a couple times and I fucked up like I fucked up really bad. Like that time you summoned me to fight like Renala and we both ran into the elevator and just fell in a pit. Like <laughs> that's a clip somewhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, like let me solo her. This dude just unreal. It's nuts. Yeah, so he just like goes up to uh what's her face and he's just like I'm no I'm going to fucking I'm going to kill you with the, just a pot and these swords. These two and, swords. And you you're going to love it. Um, it's great. So many people have copied him. So there's a dude that made a Shrek looking character uh where it's called Let Me Shrek Her. Uh there's <laughs> there's a weapon in the game that's like um it's like a bouquet of uh, roses but it's a mace that does bleed. So when you two-handed it looks like you're holding a rose bouquet. So some dude's just like let me court her and he walks up to her trying to like get her to date. But, like obviously she won't cuz she'll kill him. Uh there's a dude who's wearing a pot with like um the aristocrat sandals which makes your dick bigger in the game like your your crotch area grows. So he goes, let me, I'll, like, you know, you, I'll uh, let you solo her, and he'll sit in the corner and just sit there as you fight. So it's like a cuck? There's like a cuck situation? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's super funny. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's a, I made one back before my thing got glitched where I was helping with Malekith and Millennia, and I was wearing, like, the Doctor Doom mask, and I just literally put Lemmy Smash, and I was dual wielding, like, uh, Frost Great Hammers. <laughs> so it was, like, it's fun, man. Like, it's a super fun thing. But, like, um, if you're watching this video on the YouTube channel, uh, this dude is, like, he has it down to a science. He doesn't get hit at all. He's got, like, um, a normal katana in his right hand, I think Rivers of Blood in his left. And he just sits there just hitting her. So he stacks Bleed and Frost procs on her. And he's just, he's good. He's just super good at the game. There's been fan art. People have made, like, Hero Forge figures of him. He just, it's surgical. Like, it's just surgical precision. He's like, oh, here comes the attack for her stupid, like, uh, she has this attack called, um, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it's like, uh, something with wing, where she just, like, does a stupid anime, like, sword slice on you, and it's like, once you know how it works, you can dodge into it and roll past it. Like, this dude helped me get better at the game, because I was like, okay, like, let's see how he does this. I'm like, oh, that's the timing, you know? The, the Souls community is, like, such a special thing to me, because, like, with Elden Ring, this shit just happens it's the best i love it like i've been working on a couple of different like i'm doing an elden ring tier list for the bosses that i'm working on it's been like a couple months because i've been working a full-time job but it's been like it's been a huge blast just to like be a part of this community and like do summons and like invasions and shit but he no damage first form done and then she does a rot goddess thing where she turns into this like fucking toxic valkyrie and he's just no hits nothing Let's be all honest with us. Let's. Hey, this is a question for both Mecca, me, and Jake here. Would uh, Smash or Pass Milena? 
I would probably Millennium. smash, but I'd have to I'd have to wrap it real good because the rot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that rot damage though. Just like you're t- immediately taking rot damage as like, <laughs> like as you're approaching, like as the phallic uh, member is approaching the cavern, you are taking rot damage. Like oh, yeah, it's not, right. it hadn't even landed on the strip yet, and you're not having a good time. <laughs> and just in proximity, like you know, you gotta uh, you gotta potion up, you know. Gotta make sure you have that flask on you, the flask of tears on you. The Elden hazmat suit, you got the wondrous physic, you're just chugging it as you're trying. (laughs) Wearing a condom that's like, uh, (laughs) rot rot damage, and oddly enough, poise. Like, wow, this gives me plus 12 poise as well as, uh, negates rot damage. Dope. The Elden condom. The Elden condom. The Elden cock ring. The Elden cock ring, yeah. Use it to smash Milena. Millennia. Thinking of like character designs though, like this game has waifus galore. Like you have Snack, mm-hmm. you have a uh, girl that helps you level up, you have Spicy Girl that eats eyeballs. Uh, that's my favorite. You mm-hmm. have uh, Millicent, who is the daughter of Millennia, who is one armed bandit. Millicent. Yeah, Millicent's cool. She's she's chill. She's a, she has a cool character arc. Her whole story. You got um, who else do you got? You got Goth girlfriend that gives you hugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got um, uh, Scottish lady that t- does spirit tuning. I tune your spirits for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. But yeah, that's his thousandth kill. That's sick. Like, I'm super happy that uh, we that what a treat. Like, this dude was just and he's in the Elden Ring subreddit. So like, I'll post in there. Like, I'll offer advice to people or I'll be like, yeah, no, go here. or Yeah, like, it doesn't matter because everyone's like, oh, but like this is the meta weapon are you mad if you use it and it's like no if you're literally just playing the game for the story no one gives a shit like they'll be upset and like salty in pvp but it doesn't matter you know yeah it's uh like i don't know like tryhards like that where it's just like oh they get salty at everything you do it's just like you can't really appease those people those people are they're far gone that's exactly that's it. right that's right hey revan hey revan google millennia m-a-e-l-i-n-a Hang on, I, think, dude, I gotta, yeah, I gotta ask you real quick. How long are you guys gonna be on today? Probably like another hour or so. Nah, oh, fuck. Because I have to go run errands today. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, hi, I hello. Things I gotta get done. Yeah, I popped in real quick to say hi. Okay, well that that's our guest, Revan. Hey, Revan. Guest, yeah, Revan. <laughs> hey. I'm actually a regular member, but today. He, yes, he is a regular member. I mean, we're all going to be like playing Warzone or whatever. So. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. You got Warzone downloaded? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, sick. We'll play Warzone. We'll do a four-man later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that. All right, sick. Do your errands. Yeah, yeah. I got to I gotta go pick up some stuffs from all over. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> are, you fin- are you finished with those errands? Are you finished with those errands? Uh, those errands? I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to just text you in Discord. Be like, are you finished with those errands? But, uh, <laughs> oh like, no. <laughs> hey, Patrick, why are you so mad? I can't see my forehead. <laughs> I can't see my forehead. Love God, so SpongeBob. Oh, uh, speaking SpongeBob of SpongeBob, is fucking thirty years old. Fuck me. Uh, speaking of SpongeBob, did you hear about the rehydrated version of SpongeBob the movie? I haven't seen it because Paramount keeps oh. striking it down. Exactly. So Paramount or CBS, I should say, really CBS Viacom. CBS, yeah, yeah, Viacom. Are like so okay? So this was a project that was worked on for like years, right? Um, yeah, like it was like Shrek: The Untold Story, right? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was like a whole bunch of different artists collaborating, and also voice actors because it was completely like redubbed and everything. None of the assets being used were used from the movie, so technically, it's harboring the like free like like the uh, the fair it use is, it, type it, it of is exact definition of fair use because it's because it pa- it's literally parody. It's recreated. Yeah, it's parody and it's recreated. So it's, it's so uh, I was. I was watching it a little bit, and then, um, and then it it stopped because uh, CBS Viacom was like, uh, "No, no, no, no! Uh, You want to watch SpongeBob the movie? You want to watch? You want to watch our SpongeBob the movie?" Just fucking the Newman head, ah ah ah! (laughs) Just like pops up, Viacom's them. Yeah, Viacom says no. Viacom says, "Suck my cock." Suck really? my spongy cock, you asshole! Yeah, that's spongeable. It's stupid though, because it's like okay, uh, Puds and I we watched uh, Shrek the Retold Story or whatever, right? And it was really funny because like they're, I'm like, okay, how are they gonna get? How are they gonna get? They're, they're gonna get past like the Smash Mouth song at the beginning, and they do it by essentially doing a like uh, a complete re music thing where it's an indie thing, and it's like these guys running around with pan flutes playing it. And I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. And it was really funny. Like, it was super fucking funny. Like, because they... Fucking Chris Chan was in it. There was a point where it just cuts oh to, like, Chris Chan holding up a script reading from it. I was, And then showing drawings of, like, Shrek and Ducky. And I was like, okay. I feel like you I know. could have gotten in on this. I wish I would have paid more attention to this project. Because when this project started, I was really in my animation bag at this time. And I was like... Yeah. Man. We could totally do that. Like, Revan and I do voices to your animating stuff. Like, I could do, like, Squidward or some shit. Well, okay, so realistically, what movie would we do? What? Okay, we had Shrek. We had SpongeBob. What are we retelling? What What movie? Uh, okay, so it, has it has to be, to be meme. It has it to be has- a memeable movie. Yo, okay, this is going to piss Revan off with the prequel series. I'm so down for that. What do you mean it's going to piss me off? <laughs> <laughs> I but I don't like Star Wars. So the problem is Star Wars don't like there, there's Star Wars fans that really fuck with the prequel series that don't think it's a meme that take it seriously. It's a, it's a whole meme. What, what, they're they're insane. As the yeah. resident Star Wars nerd, they are insane. Yeah, it is great. a whole meme. It is a it whole is a meme. meme. And it's I like mean, it's great. <laughs> do it. Like, how do you not cringe so hard in that scene where he's confessing his love to Padme? Oh, episode? dude, I cringe <laughs> right out of my skin. You're like, oh god, dude. I'm haunted by the kiss and you should never give. Let's do a live script read of of the prequel movies. Let's do that. Do just, a live yeah. Read. Like, and, Pat, and, then, and then, like, uh, Natalie Portman's just like, oh, Anakin, I can't, blah, blah, blah. And then smash cut to, like, at night when she's in laundry and her tits are out. And it's like, whoa, hold on now. You just she's said like, no. What are you I didn't doing? groom you. I didn't groom you for nothing, Anakin. Get your sweet ass over here and, and Give me that brain. I'm gonna put, some, put some twin semen in me real quick. <laughs> it's going to kill me because I get sad. But some of that, give me some of that freaking uh, 50,000 midi-chlorian sperm. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's create oh, the two greatest uh, Jedi on the face of this universe. That, that's super crossing over into the Spider-Man Rain comic where his like his uh, sperm is radioactive and kills Mary Jane fucking arc. Wow, <laughs> like, I did not know about that. Dude, it's yeah. a good it's a it's a surprisingly good comic, but that was the dumbest part of it. <laughs> no, I just I, I don't read comics too often. Yeah. But uh that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's it is stupid because like that's where you like really ran out of ideas. Like you're just fucking with shit. Like, what if okay, hear me out, guys. 
If yeah. it's so, he got bit by a radioactive spider. So that means he is a little bit rea- radioactive. What if his semen was also radioactive? And let's just say he was raw dogging Mary Jane multiple times. Because they're married and happy. And then Joe Casada kicks in the door and goes, wait, we're making Peter Parker unhappy again? I'm all for it. Yeah, let's do okay. this. Let's make Stop. this fucker un- uh, unhappy. Uh, the most unhappy that we could possibly make no, him. No, no, no. It's, like, it's like, we just got to make Spider-Man the most alpha. He's so alpha, his jizz kills bitches. Yeah. <laughs> his jizz Sorry. kills bitches. Uh, and on that, you're going to do your errands, buddy? Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> what a great way. All right, later. Boom, uh, and he'll... All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> that was Revan. He's also a main cast member. He does some fire fucking... He just recently made, actually, uh, and I hope he posts it. He did, like, a EDM song for um, fucking uh, that scene in Dragon Ball uh, with Rose Goku Black where Trunks, Trunks goes, don't shoot, he's not black. And it is the best fucking track I've heard in my life, and I really hope he posts it. He needs to post it because I I, I pitched the idea of, you know that David, David Guetta thing for, like, George yeah, yeah, Floyd? Yeah. I want yeah, him yeah, yeah. to do that and then edit the music of, like, oh, don't shoot, oh, he's not black. Oh, don't so shoot, good. he's not black. Holy shit. Oh, man, that's uh, you guys, uh, you'll get it when eventually Revan is a world famous meme. Art, uh, I need it. Yeah, but uh, ooh, but yeah, we okay. So rehy- rehydrated. So what is our movie? What is our movie? What is the so Shrek, SpongeBob already t- took and what? Okay, so it had to be something that encompassed our childhood, and okay. that is like a that is a meme. That, Let me look through Netflix real quick to see what kind of movies I can see. Honestly, it might be Morbius. It might be. Uh, <laughs> it might be Morbius. Is that your segue to this horrible fucking? It, movie? it might. Yeah, it might be uh, Morbius. You guys, the greatest movie of our generation. It's a meme. Obviously, it's not. Yeah, so guys. If, if you if you want a full breakdown of the Morbius movie and what happens in it, um, the best video to watch is Eddie Burback's video that came out of him. I watched Morbius five times in the theaters. And it's really funny. I watched it and I was crying laughing. Because, like, whenever I see movies come out that advertise something, um, I go, okay, let's see what it is. Like, and if I go, mm, if I think like that at all, and I go, mm, like, at all anyway through the movie, I do not see it. It is definitely something I will not be watching, viewing, etc. Like, I'll go, nope, I'm not going to watch that. Fuck that. Morbius was one such movie. Mecca, what do you know about Morbius? It's about it, actually. Okay. What if I told you? There was a villain in Spider-Man comics was a vampire. Yeah, I I do remember the comic version of it, but not the movie itself. I remember the Spider-Man 1990s cartoon where Morbius used his vampire powers through succum powers in his hands. Yeah. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, he's blue. He was blue. He's blue. Who would you cast as a vampire in a Spider-Man live action? It's not even Spider-Man. It's in the same universe. Who would you cast as Michael Morbius? As Morbo? Good old getting getting Morbin time. Who would you cast as that? I mean, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, I think, would be a better Morbius. Who honestly? Low key, the casting for Morbius is not wrong. Jared Leto, regardless of what you think of him personally. 
he's like a va- he's a va- he's 50 years yeah. old and he looks like he's like yeah. just barely 30 like he's and, a and vampire man cool. himself he has a For weird sure. like cult and everything like he's like you he, he might weird. as well be a vampire and it's just like that's not the problem the problem is like the movie is just terrible and Garbage. it's just like because Sony's like, we'll do it this time, Marvel, and Marvel's like, okay. And yeah. They opened, they opened the door for Sony to go play in the playground, and then Sony trips and falls again every time. Yeah, it's just like Sony is just like, yo, we can brute, we're brute forcing a cinematic universe. I got to respect Sony because they're doing a better job than what Warner Brothers is doing. Between, and, and <laughs> I want to say 80% of like the reason why Warner Brothers is failing is because Ezra Miller is like a menace to society. Ezra <laughs> <laughs> Miller is the, like, you know, Reverse Flash, where he's like, Barry, I made you. It was me, Barry. Literally, I want them to make a Reverse Flash meme where he pulls off his mask and it's Ezra Miller going, It was me, Barry. I made you horrible. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's just. I went in, I went back in time for you to, uh, to and I roofied you and I made you harass that couple in Hawaii and I made it was you me, Barry. slap I that woman. I, 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 I kicked open the couple's door in Hawaii yeah. and threatened them and then said I'd set their pubes on fire. This it was is me. perfect marketing for like the reverse flash just went around like causing like havoc in Ezra Miller's life to make it seem like he was the one doing all this. Because he's like, I will be the Flash in the Flash movie. (laughs) It's so stupid. Oh, God. Ezra... You so you guys have been keeping up with that, it, or have like yeah. you've been hearing about that in the news about like Ezra yeah. Miller literally being he, he, he's like uh, fuck I had a story or, on my they phone. I should say because uh, they we'll say they because that's how they uh, identify right yeah although they're also an asshole because fuck them so we'll call them whatever because like you know what I, I'm all I'm all with respecting people if they respect people but if they don't respect people go fuck mm. yourself that's like the whole Chris Chan thing. Chris Chan like is they identify as like you know uh, a woman but at the same time the christian arc is like stupid like it's crazy like it's absolutely fucking nutty anyway, yeah i i want to i want to refer to them as they and like i'm not going to feel so- yeah, yeah i like i'm not going to feel sorry because they're kind of an asshole so yeah what the I like how people are like the first thing when I search Ezra Miller Hawaii what is Ezra Miller's heritage okay mm. <laughs> like all right, uh, body cam video. I'm getting it. He just—he looks like—he looks like one of those shit kids that you know their dad would bail them out from problems. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that mug shot of him with his like gross hair. All right, uh, let's take a look here. Ezra fights cops. Uh, da, 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 da. One of Ezra's alleged victims told cops Ezra attacked him, spitting in his face and going nuts. When the cops questioned him, they claimed they got assaulted and started filming because I film myself when I get assaulted for NFT crypto art. I'm going to huh? read that quote again really quickly. I film myself when I get assaulted for NFT crypto art, says Ezra Miller. I mean, he deserves to get assaulted for selling <laughs> NFT crypto art. I'm sorry. Like, like unlike when Dave Chappelle was attacked, like, honestly, if you, if Dave Chappelle was selling NFTs, I would have been 100 support of that man that attacked him. But, like, in, in regards to that, like, if you're selling NFTs, sorry. Like, you need to catch a stray. I'm sorry. You're dumb. You need to... But uh, but I I just try not to like think of it because it's just like, dude, what you literally fumbled the bag. You had the bag in your hand, you held it tightly, and then yep. you tripped on a curb, and then it's like the bag is all over the floor now. You 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 had DC money, you dumb piece of shit. Yeah, dude, and like you DC threw money. it all away. And DC they were just is about to turn it around. 
Yeah, yeah, with uh, with uh, Amber Heard as what was she in Aquaman? The, the, she was the the queen? woman, the queen, the, or whatever. The queen, what's her face? That doesn't matter and has no queen. lines. Who cares? Uh, let me see. Who was Amber Heard and uh, who was Amber? Queen, queen Heard? something. Queen M. What? What? Queen okay. What did the fuck is this? Amber. Who searched this? Who was Amber Heard's wife? Okay, Heard. In she was uh, in the OC. Okay, in Aqua, it's just ask the question. If you guys want to see a movie where Amber Heard dies or a show, it's called uh, The Stand, and she jumps out of a window and dies. That's not what I asked. I'm just saying, if anyone's looking to see that, no, I was, I was them, like, referring to Google because, like, go okay. And the, when I typed in, you guys are seeing this on the screen right now. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, I, I typed in that. who was Amber Heard in Aquaman, it says it gives me the person who played Aquaman's dad. No, and then like on to the side it says played by Amber Heard. Oh, Apparently, she was also Aquaman. So they're probably just like we need to scrub it, and then they're just fucking it up because they don't know how to scrub it. Was she Aqua Woman? Was there is there Aqua Woman? What? Okay, okay. I th- I think I found an answer to what we should do a shot by shot remake of or like a whatever of. It should be Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, oh no! <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, no, literally. I think that'd be really funny to have Mecha be the dad. Get the fucking robot, Shinji. <laughs> As long as I get it's to not- jerk off next to a comatose girl, I I would be. You know, I I love you know. the fact that like that like Yanni is immediately Shinji. Why is Yanni Shinji? Because I really <laughs> don't want to get Shinji is right to not want to get in that fucking mech where you have to basically you're in fluid and you're basically drowning. Fuck that shit. And I'm only thirteen. No, fuck that. The world can end. Suck my cock. Everybody, everybody's doomed anyway. You already know your parts. You already know your lines. Right, it's a fucking mega anime. Get the goddamn robot. <laughs> uh, I would get in a. I would gladly skip and jump in a Gurren I would skip and jump to a Gundam. I would but skip the, and the jump Evangelion to those one, mechs and are fucking horrifying. They're, they're nightmares yeah. that they literally yeah. make you psychotic. Like, what are you actually talking about? <laughs> like, outside of like the ending of like or like towards the end of like Shinji's character, I was yeah. on board. Where it's just like, what the fuck are you like? You put no. this like thirteen-year-old like uh, hormonal child in this thing and expect him not to turn into a psycho. Like, are you Dad, are you dumb? I want to go home and fondle Ray. Ray's are you your dumb? Mother, son. <laughs> I, that makes me want to fondle her even more. I'm okay. You can strike that off the record, ladies and nope. gentlemen. Clip it. Clip that shit. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. We're going to another timeline. It'll be fine. Get a All fucking right. robot. <laughs> Get that fucking robot. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You're gonna wish everyone to be the same and merge to each other and have a great impact. Oh, uh, I. Uh, that I, that whole movie was so weird. And then they made a whole bunch of movies to like wrap up everything with the movie, and it made no sense. I can't wait till they eventually reboot it so I can understand what the fuck is going happened in that's Evangelion. The, that's why we got to redo it. We got to do like the Neon Genesis Evangelion re-roboted. Or like, you know, <laughs> just, no, 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 remothered. Regenesis. Remothered. Remothered. <laughs> hey, yeah, we're doing it because, uh, because Jap- Japan is not at worse than CBS when it comes to copyright. No, no, no they'll they're only not. shoot you and kill you and put you in a ditch. <laughs> yeah, they'll only uh, strike your entire channel and like, but uh, I thought when you were like making the reference of like, 
you know what we should do like a reenactment of i thought you were about to say the amber heard and johnny depp trial we should do that actually <laughs> which would perfectly transition into the nonsense that is the amber heard and johnny depp trial so like have you guys been following what's going on with them or what's or what led up to this trial at all do you know i know po- the poop sheets which is rivals the poop sock <laughs> um there's also the the psychotic fucking lawyer for amber heard that was oh, constantly yeah. trying to bait the uh, psychiatrist into like saying some stupid shit and that yep. instead made them look fucking stupid oh, um yeah, uh, Johnny Depp fucking chewing the scenery in court. Like, what? We got lost Because he, he knows. He's like, I'm just going through with this to get it done because we have to. Um, there's a part where they go up to him and they're and they're like, um, they go, uh, Mr. Depp. Uh, so, when you uh, were you there with the whole uh, the uh, what did you find in the bed that day? And he goes, Okay, well, um, so I uh, went down to the bedroom. They told me not to go down there, and they showed me a picture, and uh, so I went down. And I found, um, and he just kind of like looks in the courtroom and he goes, I found, um, uh, human fecal matter. And they go, Mr. Depp, um, was that your, your dog that could have done that? And Johnny Depp just kind of looks he dead said, in the camera. He said, nigga, I said human fecal matter. <laughs> he looks dead in the camera and he goes, um, I have a Yorkshire Terrier. And he holds his hands up to like, a Yorkshire Terrier is small. He holds his hand and goes, uh, no, I was certain that it was human fecal matter. And like, that's how he talks the whole thing. There's one point where he's like, He's like, okay, so um, what was said? And he's about to like say his statement that's been like logged into evidence. And the fucking lawyer, like when they stand up on Amber Heard's side, their chair squeaks. So he hears, and Johnny Depp just kind of looks over, and they're just like, uh, hearsay. And he's like, mm, okay. And then they go on to the next thing, and then like he goes to stand up, and Johnny Depp goes, uh, hearsay. And they go, yeah, yes. And he's like, mm, okay, I'm learning. <laughs> you know, like they just like it's so fucking memeable. Puds has been watching that shit nonstop since it started airing, and she is like, I'll I'll be like playing like Elden Ring or doing something, and she'll just start cackling. I'm like, what? And she'll fucking show me, and I'll go, holy fuck, because Amber Heard's a psychopath. She literally, okay, at one point in her testimony, she literally stole Kate Moss's trauma, where Kate Moss had a bottle shoved up her vagina and broken, and she had to be rushed to the hospital because, like, when you know genitals bleed, you can die very easily, right? Um, so Amber Heard literally stole that trauma and they're like, do you have pictures? And she goes, well, no. And they go, did you go to the hospital? And she goes, no. They so literally like- picks or didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, like, picks or didn't happen, nerd. And they're just like, I, she just wasted everybody's time. Uh, <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just wasting everybody's time. Like, you just realize that this is just a toxic relationship and just move on with our lives. We're just like, Johnny Depp is not an angel. Amber Heard is literally the devil, and it's just literally. like, it's yeah, this is like if, t- if anything, Johnny Depp just looks way better now, and Amber Heard looks like shit. She's ruined her career. Whatever's I mean, left of it like, is gone. That is literally the point. Is just to be like, hey, yo, I'm just trying to make myself look a lot better, and yeah. I'm just trying to like. Uh, he's like hoping, like, hey, Disney Pirates, another Pirates movie. <laughs> I, I lost the Harry. I lost Harry Potter, the Harry Potter movies or whatever, and um, they're, they're gonna do another pirates, and he's gonna like fight this horrible herd of amber creatures. Mm. <laughs> the herd, of I did there. I did. Uh, great herd, and I amber hate it. Herd. I hate it. I'm going to sandbag it even harder no, by moving on to the next harder. topic of Poppy. Poppy, hey, what's going on, Poppy? It's Poppy's playtime. What do you know about uh, procedural? No, what do you know about horror games that are set in fun houses, Yanni? 
I know that they're horrifying, they're terrible, and uh, I hate every inch of them. Yeah, but FNAF is boring. It's not even scary. It's like, okay, look left, look right. Oh, camera, look left again. Oh, how come there's so much lore for FNAF? How come MatPat is making a thousand videos on the fucking game where you just look around? Tell me that, Jake. He's got to do something so he doesn't watch porn. Yeah, because he just doesn't watch (laughs) porn. He's like, I'd rather rather jerk off to this Five Nights at Freddy lore than fucking watch porn. (laughs) He's on his sock puppet because there was this one kid that said they had a sexual awakening to Five Nights at Freddy's. And I'm like, how? Who? I'm telling you, Chica Chica does something for people. Chica gets... The the beak goes hard. You you don't understand. The the beak can do some things. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. I understand Foxy a hundred percent. Like goth rock chick. I get that. I totally understand that one. But Chica, <laughs> I don't get that. That's weird. Like I get the Foxy one. I totally get that. Because really, she's like, I'm a goth rock chick. Any uh, uh, second game or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's there's tons of lore in that game, and it's like people are writing books for the. Ooh, lore the Purple enough. Man! I want to talk about the Purple Man, Golden Freddy, Golden <laughs> Freddy. What the Literally. fuck is going on with Five Nights? But uh, Poppy's less sophisticated. You know, it's just a jump scare game. It's new. Yeah, it's a new game. It's set in where you're uh, you're playing a dude who gets goes to an abandoned factory of toys. And there's this dude who's called, like, Huggy Wuggy, and he's this big blue stupid thing that looks like Cookie Monster if he did meth. And, uh, fucking, you know, you got little grabby hands that you can use for, like, puzzles and shit, so it's like a puzzle horror game. As is, the, whatever, that's their gimmick. And, like, Huggy Wuggy chases you around, and he just kind of eats you. And it's, like, it's dumb. Like, it's not really scary. It's, it's Cookie Monster is chasing you because you took the cookies... And and that's it. So the drama that's happened with this, there's a Mudahar video that just came out that uh, talks about it. Um, I don't know the names of the individuals. It's probably better we don't say them anyway. But the apparently the people that created Poppy's Playtime stole art from another individual who was already creating a a similar kind of premise. And there was a lot of drama between the two. The one individual uh, was basically you know uh a fan of like their their animation studio so they like they would like make animations and like uh this was all when they were underage by the way so they were all minors when this happened so nothing like you know i don't want to get too hard into it because like they were minors at the time of so the one individual who was making the other game was like you know working with them applying to be with them to do stuff and like the poppy's playtime people were like making fun of their animation style and then now supposedly they're using that person's animation style and that person's premise for the game for poppy's playtime and it's like no plays poppy's playtime like i've never played it you know who played it all the big youtubers fucking markiplier and pewdiepie and shit you know everybody's trying to copy them yeah and it's like no one cares about poppy's playtime like i looked at it i'm like okay it's another fucking spooky fnaf clone thing like so i don't really care (laughs) you know like ooh, big fucking deal but you can be the MatPat of Poppy's Playtime when no. it comes to the. You can just make the just make theory videos about how the the there's the, the huggy wuggy or whatever the fuck snuggle uh, fuzzy wuzzy. Huggy wuggy is <laughs> the blue one, and kissy wissy is the pink one. And the only reason I know this, and this is why I'm more likely to side with the guy who said that he like they stole from him is because the people behind Poppy's Playtime have gone so fucking hard in merch. There are NFTs. There what? are fucking, like, color-blocked hoodies. 
Uh, like word. there are plush. There are mm-hmm. there's a movie deal. There's a fucking what? movie deal for a one chapter fucking preview horror game that hasn't no. been fully released. I'm to like, tell you, Jake, you're being a dumbass, about? and you need to uh, you need to double down and just make theory videos about uh, the the origins of uh, Poppy's playtimes. Like, because apparently it's the new is it's the new shit. It is the new horror thing. You know what I'm saying? Coming People are stealing assets. Show. Just to make a video game, you know, it's it's, it's oh, popping, you know. That's right. Coming soon to Jake Briggs' fucking Jake Briggs show, Poppy's Playtime. Huggy Wuggy, was he really Cookie Monster? And then just a stupid two-minute video on no, he was not. And then stupid music. Was Huggy Wuggy like, Sans Undertale? <laughs> is yeah. I'm gonna Google that. Let me Google that and see if that comes anything up here. Was Huggy Wuggy Sans Undertale? Was Huggy Wuggy? <laughs> Holy fuck. I, okay. You know, I do me a favor and type was Huggy Wuggy in Google. Oh, no. Okay, let me look this up. Uh, was Huggy Wuggy. Oh, I lost it. Okay, right Why there. You motherfucker, you are so goddamn fast. Was Huggy Wuggy. And Mecca is playing the game. Was I'm Huggy. Fucking Minecraft, because he's like, that's oh, fine. Play Minecraft. Have fun. <laughs> you know, Minecraft is infinitely better than fucking right. this. Just type yeah, was so Huggy. Like, was Huggy Wuggy a human, a real toy, a real boy, real, a failed experiment, a human before, nice, an experiment, abused, once a human, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, these are your list of topics, Jake. What are you talking about? These are like, each one of these are videos. What, you can like do this one, was Huggy. You can do a video just was Huggy Wuggy. It's a, it's a very philosophical term. What was Huggy Bro, Wuggy? I fucking looked up was Huggy Wuggy sans Undertale, and there's literally already videos of Huggy Wuggy versus Sans. Yeah, you know. Dude, I th- just fucking shoot me. Uh, but you're not that's, a zombie, so a, why should okay, we shoot you? That's a rule 34. I'm going to stop scrolling. You need to actually stop. What? Why is hu- okay? All right, so I gotta go to this before I was about to transition to Resident Evil, but no. Why is he? Uh, oh, let me stop scrolling on here. Let me. Oh, yeah, please stop. Go. Please. Stop. Uh, he looks like Spike Spiegel in that one. There. Yeah, the why center. is he anime boy? What the fuck? I don't know. God, the internet. You need just need to stop for a second. Can you guys just stop? Just like just stop, stop existing for a second because this they're is making weird. him look like the fucking protagonist from Persona Three. <laughs> yeah, he looks like an anime. He looks like he's in a JRPG. Um, but, uh, this is the Resident Evil. Resident Evil fucking, the res, it's just called Resident Evil. They're so it's bold with Evil. it. This is called Resident Evil. We're going to take a look at this trailer live. If you're watching right. on the podcast, you can, uh, uh, you can check out the video over on YouTube or on the Twitch channel. Uh, but we're going to look at it, discuss about this shit. If you guys seen it already, you guys already know, but we're about to see it live right here. So, right. uh, turn the sound so, on for that so I can see it. Oh, let me turn off the... Uh, yeah, you I'm, got your background music. It's good. It's, it's fine, ladies and gentlemen. We are definitely a, pro- a professional podcast that no. do professional things. What are you talking about? We're so professional, you don't even know. All right, Resident Evil, the trailer. Yep. Oh, that's a fucking copyrightable song. Yep, very copyrightable. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, yeah, the Umbrella Corporation. So, uh... 
Yep, okay. this is Umbrella. Yeah, uh-huh. Who yes. are these characters? I don't know who they are, but okay. And now we're what? in London 2036. What are you- what? Yep, this is- Was uh, there a Resident Evil that took place in London? Uh, I- not Revelation, I don't know. It's one of the newer ones, I think. They recently okay, alright, yeah. Uh, it has evolved, though. Evolved, though. It would be great if we could see anything going on in this trailer. Like, yeah, so, oh, well, that was a bear. That was like, playtime. Resident Evil stealing some assets now, but it comes out July 14th. Oh, uh, Netflix has lost so much fucking subscribers that they're like, "What can we do to make people even think about watching our shit again?" Yeah, like already is just being a Netflix joint has me disinterested because they're going yeah. to end it after three seasons, regardless. Yeah, they picked up. Okay, remember the show Happy. That had mm -hmm. uh, the guy from uh, that had like Patton Oswalt does like the magical unicorn and the guy from uh, whatever mm -hmm. the Dun Dun I can't remember his name Law and Order Thank you sweetie um, you look very nice today Have a nice day so like but just getting to go to her a photo joint so like Happy was an awesome show that they picked up from Sci Fi or Siffy as it's called yeah and Happy had two seasons of crazy bullshit that was absolutely fucking hilarious that I loved. Every second of Happy was beautiful, and I loved it. There was a scene where the one doll sat and spun on Happy's unicorn horn, and then he came rainbows, and that was hilarious. And there was stupid shit, and it's like, and then they ended it. They just killed it off, and I'm like, but, but like the main hero is the zombie brought back to life from God, the ultimate imaginary friend. What the fuck? Like, like I don't get it. <laughs> like, you know, they had they had the balls to be like, all right, so Happy's going to talk to God, and God's like, I'm the ultimate ultimate imaginary friend. They all think I exist, but I don't really do anything. And it's just like, wow, like you know, that was a great show. Did they continue on Netflix? No, no, they yeah, didn't. So, Christopher Maloney had a great fucking gig there, and it was horrible. So Resident Evil, I'm yes, not sure it is. I, I'm honestly not sure of it. Like it's so, so apparently, um, it is supposed to be like a retelling of the Resident Evil stories. Uh, What's to retell? It uh, everything. Everything is there to be retold. What do you know? What are you even talking about, Jake? We know I nothing. Mean, it's I. I think it's cool that they're like, hey, we have like you know people of color as protagonists in this series. That's cool. I like that. You know. I think it's cool that because like Shiva, remember Shiva in five? Mm -hmm. No, you don't. No one remembers Shiva. I remember Shiva. I, I stand for Shiva. <laughs> you know, like they, mm -hmm. the the original Resident Evil cast was all white, and it's just like okay, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, I mean, like uh, diversity is fine. I like. Yeah. I think it's, it's neat that they did that. That's cool. But uh, uh, I, it's just one of those things where it's just like. Uh, I need to see it in action. I need to see what it's about. The The problem that I have is with specifically is like with this apocalyptic stuff that's going yeah. on. The best part of Resident Evil that separates it from the genre of like every other zombie horror or what have you is just the fact that it is uh, it, it's it's unique where it's, it's contained like zombie outbreaks happen and like it doesn't spread across the world and we're not yeah. in some apocalyptic uh, they just type they of shut thing. her down. The fucking crazy like stars military shows up and shuts yeah. it down. 
The know, problem is like, zombie oh. movies for a long time have not been horror. They've been about no. they're they're about people. Their psych- psychology is about the study of man and about how the degradation of like the, the of mankind of how we revert into like these primitive creatures such mm-hmm. as like The Walking Dead. Where the story isn't about the zombies necessarily. It's about how we deal with like being in the apocalypse or whatnot. Right. And like and, just uh, the struggle of man. Like, exactly. However, like, Resident do? Evil. It's just is a zombie flake that doesn't just take the it it, te- it amplifies the horror aspect of zombies. It makes yep. it terrifying. Like it yep. doesn't like like the the only reason why it's terrifying in The Walking Dead is because you can get bit and you can turn into a zombie and that's it. Yep. But Resident Evil, it's like there's the legitimate fear factor of the zombies and also the different variants of zombies yep. such as like tyrants, lickers and, lickers. and so stuff like that and yep. uh, the uniqueness of Resident Evil is what had it going for us and I hate it like not only in uh, this show what it seems like but also in the Mila Jovovich shit where it's yeah. just like let's this it's apocalyptic wasteland. It's just like why do we have to do this? Why are we yeah. Mad Max Fury Roading it? Why do we have to make it a like apocalyptic thing? Like Resident Evil was was able to exist for like eight plus games without it ever getting to like oh it spread out to the entire world because yeah. realistically like, it would never spread like uh, in this day and age. Even though we like to joke like haha COVID we couldn't get COVID over uh, under control. But if niggas but, were biting each other and literally I think, like no, I think people would stop and go okay maybe let's yeah here. get a spear get a chain link fence yeah because like, people need visible results in order to like really take Do things something. serious and because like it, oh i got covid i didn't like like i like i didn't die but then again if, if it's a zombie thing motherfucker you're 100 percent turning into yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's no like oh i have the uh i have the what is it, the antibodies but i have the t-virus yeah. antibodies Throw there's no t-virus antibody you know what happens you turn yeah. into the fucking z-virus it just mutates or hope <laughs> that you become a wesker where it's just like yeah, yeah i got i got a little bit of the juice in me but I get these cool powers, though. I got these cool sunglasses, and I go and do a gun kata with Chris Redfield on the roof, and we just shoot each other like stupid idiots for thirty seconds. Yeah, let's be real. Resident Evil stories are dumb. <laughs> They're really dumb. Let's, let's, let's right not now. let's not pretend like like oh like Resident Evil can't exist in the medium of movies because Resident Evil storytelling was so good. Like, no, it's just that like we were used to it because we played yeah. the dumbness. We we got invested in the dumbness. And we kind of want to see. We don't want to see anybody's interpretation of Resident Evil. We just literally want to oh, see. Just be dumb. Just Resi- dumb. We, we just want to see Resident Evil One on the on the big screen. We just, yeah, yeah. just want to see it on the on the big screen. I or think as a series, I think they could do. I think they could do a very good job with seven and eight as movies because they played really well and they were very interesting when it came to. I recently played uh, seven and eight, and like seven was really scary because it was like a, it's a story that could happen to anybody. Like, oh, you get abducted by people and you're stuck in their house. It got really dumb at certain points, I will admit, but like the it was legitimately terrifying trying to run away from Jack in the house and oh fuck 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 he's got me and then you gotta like find you have to like uh, monitor your gun bullets and you like it's people you can't kill they just keep coming at you and you're out in the fucking swamp and it's terrifying and then the same thing with like uh, eight it basically you're fighting like these weird zombified werewolf people which was kind of like ugh and then there's vampires and shit that was really cool. But it, like your play, it, it, like Resident Evil Eight played more like an action game, and it played like uh, like a Van Helsing thing. And I was like, "Oh, this game's not scary." And then like you get to the second area in that house, and you're like, "Fuck, nope, 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 nope." And I was like having a heart attack trying to get through there. But like, you're super right. It needs to be dumb, and it needs to just not care. It need, if you're gonna do a Resident Evil show, make it dumb. 
Don't make it this super serious yeah. thing. It's just dumb. It's just dumb fun, you know. Yeah, and uh, what do you what do you think about uh, Resident Evil overall, Meko? How do you uh, where do you stand on it? It's kind of like because I, I liked some of the games, but the movies were terrible. Yeah, like hands down, the movies were terrible. I think the remakes were good, like two and three. I played through two on the Leon side, which was really good. Like Puds and I played that, and I did an LP of it. it I was think fun. one, two, and three are like a solid like trilogy that you can set yeah. up because they all happen within mo- like two and three takes place within the same twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, exactly. And Just one the other side of the city, and like one like takes place a few about a month prior, and it like yeah. it sets each other like it feels like you're like a Harry Potter thing or like a Lord of yeah. the Rings thing, where it feels like these things are interwoven and connected together because you literally have the investigation at the mansion which started everything uh and then it slew, and then it spread it out and spread out to raccoon city and then yep. you can deal with like uh leon and claire and stuff like that yeah, and leon was supposed to start his job as a cop and like claire's like cousin or whatever was there like one of the redfields or some shit um you know or her husband i think was supposed to be there mm-hmm and then, like, Chris is constantly like, Leon, you must fuck Claire. You must. <laughs> like, and, and Leon's like, nah, I'm going to go after Ava. <laughs> like, yeah, no, Ada. thank you. Yeah, Ada, uh, Ada Wong. Yeah, sorry. And, uh, <laughs> like, which is weird because uh, they, 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 they're fucking up Resident Evil a lot. Because you've yeah. seen Welcome to Raccoon City, did you? Oh, yeah. That was horrible. That, that was, was so just stupid. like. Uh, we need to do that as a movie night just so we can just get mad yeah. at like that because there's so many like fumbled moments of like yo what the fuck is actually happening here do you remember the second Resident Evil movie we watched with like the Mila Jovovich beat and then you were just like screaming because every 10 minutes there was titties on the screen there was a point where like there were zombie strippers with their titties out and you're like why why are they walking sexy like that makes no sense mm-hmm. it's just like it was so stupid yeah it's just it was that early two thousands edge that w- that was not needed show, at show all. Show some bare breasts and then we'll be fine. And it's like, but we don't. It doesn't add anything to the story. That's like, oh, that's why you watch this movie. There's boobs in there, and it's like, so. Mm-hmm. Like gamers love boobs. Gamers love boobs. boobs. Put that shit in there. Yeah, they'll lo- really love my wife's boobs. Put my wife's boobs in there. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah. more. It's like we get it. She's hot. Fuck. It's just like, yeah. You know. Damn. Like, stop shoving her down our throats. Uh, I would I would shove Mila Jovovich down my throat, but uh, sure. anyway, um, I, I think I'll I think I'll pass on this new Resident Evil. I think that's yeah. something that I'm not that interested in. Yeah, I want to take a look at it uh, because yeah. uh, it's a it's a TV show, video game adaptation like Halo. If, if, the, you, if you wanna, yo, fuck off with Halo. Don't even get me fucking started. Like Halo, on that. you don't like the Halo where no. The, What's going on with that Asian girl or whatever? Is she the main character of the Halo show? Is okay, she the, so here's, here's the thing. Is she John Halo? No. <laughs> she John, John Halo. Get fucked. So, I, okay, when I first could afford a console, I bought an Xbox. When I had an Xbox, yep, my buddy You make and I, a poor choice, yep. I did, yes. I also bought a PlayStation later on, so I had two. Um, but, like, the big thing that me and my buddies did is we played Halo Combat Evolved all the time. We and drink Mountain parties, Dew and Doritos. And drink or... Mountain Dew and we eat Doritos and we masturbate pictures of Jeff Keighley wearing the Dorito Pope hat. It was great. So uh, we fucking played Halo Combat Evolved all the time. Halo 2 comes out. We played the shit out of Halo 2, the story. I got all the fucking, like, legendary skulls and shit. We grinded that shit out on hardcore mode, legendary mode. Uh, Halo 3, same thing. Enjoyed all those games. Fourth one came out, which was ODST. That game sucked, but it was interesting because it had the cast of Firefly in it. So cool. 
And then Reach came out, and Reach was really good because it gave you the precursor to like fucking Spartan One One Seven, otherwise known as John, because John Halo, Master Chief. But uh, the big problem with the Halo show is that they show too much of John's face, which is a problem. So, in I've not now to be to be fair, I've not watched the show. I've seen clips of it. I've seen memes and shit on YouTube. Have not watched the show. Not interested in watching the show. They show Spartan 117, Master Chief, John's face, and ass and body, and he takes off the costume like no big deal. The the whole lore behind Halo with the books and the games is that the Spartans, Spartan 2 program, those suits, they are attached to. It is like a second skin for them. It is like an, it's normal as breathing. That's why they wear them. Like he's never without his helmet, his suit. He only, He's always in it. Like, you know, always. It basically has everything for him in there. It, like, uh, controls his adrenaline. That's him as a kid. You see him as a kid for a bit, because Dr. Halsley, I think her name is, she tests a bunch of kids for the Spartan 2 program to protect against the aliens, right? So he's chosen along with a bunch of others. She's in the group, too. And, like, there's a bunch of ODST recruits and stuff. And the telling of the story is fine, and the action is fine, but, like, there's a Covenant spy that Master Chief decides to have sex with. And it's like Master Chief canonically in the books is a virgin and has no desire for sex or anything because of how he's built up. You know, you don't need to read all the lore or play all the games of Halo to understand it. And as a show, if you're going to watch a show, this show looks technically pretty, but if you're a Halo fan, don't watch it because you're just going to not like it. Like if you're a huge fan of Halo, don't even bother. Every episode of the show is garbage. If you were an outsider looking in, I would say it's like, because you and I were talking about this before the podcast. If you were an outsider looking in, Yanni, like you you knew nothing about Halo and you thought the character's name was John Halo and you're like, I just want to see a cool military sci-fi movie. Sure. Little sci-fi show. Why not? Like, because this looks like, because the problem is I am aesthetically a Halo fan where it's just like, I played the fucking games. I didn't watch the the fuck, because the story sucked ass. I'm sorry. Halo's story, I didn't give a shit about when it, uh, back in the day, because it's just like generic sci-fi. Look at him jumping out of the fucking Pelican, though. That's cool. But like, it, like as you can see, this looks like cool guy shit. And like, if the the problem is, is the reason why I'm so frustrated with this is because I'm constantly asking people, is it a good show? And then I keep getting Halo fans will like, well, go on tangents like, oh well, technically this is wrong, this is wrong, and why am I seeing John Halo so much? And just like, bro, is the show good or not? Like the CG looks excellent and amazing. Like, and uh, from what I see, the casting is fine. What the like looks good? It's just like is it is it a good show? And nobody can give me an answer. You need to ask someone who's not a Halo fan that watched yeah. the show. And I think that's your problem because most people that watch the show are Halo fans. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Because it's like if you're looking for that sci-fi edge and you're like you're hearing about Halo and you know damn well like if I pitch it to like a like someone older than me or like somebody even like way older than me like 40s yeah, like let's say 40, I w- 50, I'm never going to like, play uh, the 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 video games that's off the table like is this going to be a good is this going to be a good show for me to watch like that is like the p- person I'm trying to hear from is like like I just want I just want a good sci-fi replacement and it's a good show. But the, but I get tons of people be like, oh well, th- this is in- inaccurate. This is inaccurate. Well, guess what? I did not know that. Now you tampered my expectations. You ruined it for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it, it's it's just it's just like shitty, you know. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, what else is a shitty is the uh, Avatar 2. And not talking about the Airbender, which I wish M. Night Shyamalan would make a, a second Avatar movie. Where's Why? book two? Why would you Where's speak book that two? fucking evil? Where's book two? Shut up. <laughs> the Shyamalan cut. Give me the Shyamalan I'm, cut. I'm, I'm fucking tendering my resignation as of the second. <laughs> I've watched 10 episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm the most hardcore fan of Avatar. <laughs> it's a good but, show. Uh, but we're talking about the James Cameron version James of of the Le Avatar, The Way of the what, Water. What, Dances with Warcraft? Is that what we're talking about today? Because that's what that show, that's what that movie was. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, Pocahontas, the uh, Pocahontas po- Poca- Dances with Pocahontas, the, the John Woo story. So, <laughs> so Avatar uh, was a very technically impressive movie. It's mid. Uh, it's all right. You can say it was mid. No, no, the story was very mid. The te- it was technically impressive. Like, it was very impressive as far as, like, you know, hey, uh, look at all the Navi and look at the everything that they did and had, and that's super cool. But, like, it was very mid in the sense that, like, I've seen this story before. Like, the fact that James Cameron was like, it's a story that took me years to write. You mean you watched fucking Dances with Wolves and Pocahontas and you just took it? It's a story about people that are being slaughtered, like, indigenous people are being slaughtered. And, like, one of the soldiers defects to their side to protect them. Jake Sully. I hate that the protagonist's name is my name, which pisses me off. Fucking Jake. Like, fucking, that that shit drives me nuts. I hate that. I don't know. Well, I, I think the movie will be interesting, maybe, I guess. It'll be, like, a movie to take, like, buds with. Like, what do you think, uh, Yanni? Uh, I think this movie is going to, uh, people are going to be mid on it. Unless they, yeah. they literally have to bring, like, A-tier, like, writing because the writing has to replace like the CG. Because what, what what I'm seeing from the CG right now, even though I'm not like, yeah, it looks the it, like it looks on par. And the problem is, Marvel has been like throwing Disney money at CG for the past like ten years, where they yep. make Avatar the, those movies look like absolute dog shit because they just been able for years throw like hell, even like um stuff like Endgame, uh, the new Doctor Strange and stuff. Oh, They're yeah, just yeah, able yeah. to... Hell, even like the, the Disney shit, like Sim, lo, The Lion King looks amazing even though the movie is like not good. Like technically yeah. it's amazing. So it's just like you can't compete. Like Avatar can't just get skirt by just, by just being technically amazing. Like as I said, the story was mid. It was Pocahontas, IRL Pocahontas, but with blue aliens and they fuck with their braids. Like, with their hair with their hair tails or whatever yeah it is just like you have to you have to bring the sauce you have to bring like the good storytelling uh the good acting and everything in order to like make me care about this movie because it's been 10 years like it's been t- 11 years actually and we need something else we need like c- the de- cg is not yeah. going to cut it no we need something newer i don't know Mac, have you seen those movies have you seen like avatar at all or the fucking whatever seen them yeah like the the first avatar movie for me is uh it was all right it wasn't yeah. great but it was all right it was a feast for the eyes at the time like when, when did it come out like 2004 somewhere around then yeah, no, it's come, like that. no it came out in 2011 did it really yeah. Yeah. It, feels, it feels like it came out in like 2004 hey siri yeah. when did avatar come out please don't bring up the last year it's gonna bring Which up one? the last year i found six <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> Avatar, The Last Airbender. No, Hunan, the, it came out 2009. The King's Avatar. Yeah, the shut King up, Siri. Lose for the Avatar. <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> the last Avatar. Siri. Which one? 
Avatar. Avatar. Avatar was released December 16th, 2009. Oh, okay. Almost, Split the difference. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I like, knew it was like it wasn't like the double digits of twenties. Uh, I, th- I knew it was like somewhere in like the fr- the single ones, the O's, the O whatevers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What yeah, do you? What do you like? Like, I don't know. You're super right though. Like, they need to bring more than just the CGI like this again. Yeah, because yeah, like Marvel just blows it away. Yeah. But what were you saying, Mecca? It needs a story. It needs a decent story to keep people interested in it because it's, it's a different climate. Back then, you'd be like, yeah, pretty visuals, but people would be all over it. Nowadays, like, you need a story to go with those pretty visuals. Yeah. Yeah, I get pretty visuals every summer. The, the, every summer, Marvel decides to release something. And it's just like, ooh, that looks that looks yeah. decent. And it's just like here, it's just like, yay, blue people. <laughs> Keyword yeah. Marvel, because just to go back to Morbo, the Magnificent. It what are you not... talking about? It's the biggest thing of all time. It's sold a go- a gore billion dollars. Do you, a gore you billion dollars? You cannot quantify how yeah. much the sales were made because oh it just went. Gosh. It's infinite. It's still stacking up money as we speak right now. What are you talking about? It's not Nintendo. What are you talking about? Okay. Gore billion dollars. Is that what they're called now? You get to like we get to presidents, so it's gore, gore billion. Yeah, okay. gore billion. This one wants to. Uh, this one is about global warming. Um, so, so Buds and I watched uh, the second Venom movie because I mm-hmm. like Venom. Venom's good. Um, I haven't watched any of those yet. So let me tell you this: Tom Hardy is must be suffering from horrible, horrible back pain from fucking carrying those two movies. Because if he was not in these movies, they would suck. They would be Morbo. They are not great. Like, like they would be not great. So, have you seen the Venom movie? Have you guys seen Venom? Uh, you mean uh, Venom? Venom. Yes. Venom. You've seen the Ven- You saw the end scene where fucking uh, Woody Harrelson in the horrible wig, looking like Sideshow Bob, said, "Let there be carnage, or there will be carnage." That was terrible. I hate it. Was very it. terrible. So you know what they called the second Venom movie? Venom Two. Let there be carnage. Hmm. And Carnage is in it, and uh, this I think this movie would have benefit from being R-rated because Carnage is a murderer. Cleus Cassie murders people. Yeah, they gave him a love story. They gave him because he has a girlfriend named Shriek. Same thing. He doesn't find her till way after he escapes. But um, they gave him a girlfriend, and they tried to make him sympathetic. Um, Carnage's whole deal is when the symbi- he knows the symbiote's a living thing, but he dominates it and makes it his own. Yeah. So they had the Carnage symbiote fucking talk to him. And I was like, mm, no, it's, it never talks to him. He just dominates it because yeah. it splits from Venom. Like Venom makes it like his, uh, it's his son. It splits from him. And then he basically like, oh shit, I got to kill that. And it doesn't talk because Cletus Cassidy dominates the fucking thing and controls it. Mm-hmm. They had a dumb scene where he made a big twister power from his symbiote to kill all the warden and these prisoners. There's a scene where he goes to bite off a priest's head, but it's implied it happens. Like, you see him go chomp, but nothing, nothing happens. We mm-hmm. don't see anything. Like, this would have benefit from being a fucking R-rated movie. So you're asking, for the, you're asking for the Sony cut of uh, Venom where he... The Snyderverse where it's, where it's R-rated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, and Tom Hardy was like, you know, great. Because he does the voice of him of himself and he does the voice of the Venom symbiote, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, he's billed for two fucking roles. But like, there's a point when they split because they do that stupid thing in movies for sequels where it's like act one, you know, oh, like, you know, we're doing well. Act two, we have a fight and we split up. Act three, we made amends. 
So in Act yeah. Two, Venom leaves. I hate, the, I hate Act Twos. I hate Act Twos with it's, a passion. It, it's stupid. Act yeah. Two, Venom leaves. So Venom goes to this underground costume party. Like he's basically like jumping from person to person and like walking around as he normally is. And he and he goes to this weird party where like everyone likes him, but it's because it's a weird, stupid party. So they do this weird thing where they imply, and there's nothing wrong with that. They imply Venom's gay and he's coming out because Eddie wouldn't let him out of the closet or whatever. Or and it was weird. So he goes up to this band who was, you know, that song where it's like Venom, Venom. That's the song. He interrupts yeah. that artist who is singing that song because she says Venom and he looks towards her and he grabs her mic and he goes, Lethal Protector out and all this stupid shit. And like that point in the movie felt like it was dragging. Like it felt someone was like stabbing me in the eye stalks and the eyeballs. Just like, hey, watch this. We're going to we're trying to be inclusive, but it's falling really flat on its face. Does, like I thought Venom should be non-binary. He has no he gender. And he is. He is. He is non-binary. But like, it's one of those things where like, it was this weird, like they tried to shoehorn in and it's okay for everyone to say, Hey, it's okay to be whatever you want to be and be happy with who you are. But they tried to really shoehorn it in ham fistedly. And it felt really weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was like, it was like a, I didn't want to have an end of family matters speech in the middle of the movie about Venom realizing that it's okay to be himself. It was just super fucking weird. And like, it was not putting, like, I, I understood why they did it, but I'm like, why the fuck did they do that? Then they had a backstory for Cletus Cassidy where he wrote this fucking letter to Eddie Brock. And it was like this really shitty Tim Burton-esque animation of him and how he met his girl and how they loved each other and how they, and like their love was so powerful. And I'm like, why are we learning about the serial killer's love life? Can we talk about the serial killer who murdered people? Let's talk yeah. about that. We didn't. He didn't even do serial killing. Like, it was just annoying. I was like, this is stupid. I'm going to say right here, right now, the whole symbiote storyline in Spider-Man kind of sucks. It, it was written in great. an era where everything was overly edgy. It was the 90s. And, like, they didn't really come with a solid plan on how they were going to introduce these characters. And, no. like, people love the idea of Venom and Carnage more than the actual implications yeah, of what he would be to the story. Black suit yeah. Spider-Man is great, but like yeah. everything after is just like, can you really and, do Venom properly? And people don't even understand the whole. Po okay, so the purpose of Black suit Spider-Man is there was a stupid thing called Battle World where they had the Secret War or some shit, and Spider-Man's suit was damaged. He's like, oh no, I can't run around naked. What do I do? And he sits in a chair, and they go here, and they give him a symbiote, and he's like, oh, so that's where he gets it. Then they retconned that, and they made it so an alien rock from J. Jonah Jameson's son, who is in space, like, you know, J. Jonah Jameson Jr., so quadruple J, like, fucking shows up, and then the thing bonds with him, and then we get beautiful lines like, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth, shocker, to the ends of the earth, in the fucking, like, 90s show. Yeah. Like, they can do they, Secret Wars because they didn't really set up a universe. No, However, ironically, Marvel is trying to set up the Secret Wars for the next uh, phase. And that would have been a perfect time to have like, hey, maybe Spider-Man got the black suit from there. But Sony is like, no, we need to fast track it. We're making our own Spider-Mans. Hey, Toby may come back for a Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield may come back for a Spider-Man. This is like Coke. And Sony's on Coke energy when it comes to Spider-Man. Yeah, they see, they see Tom Holland Spider-Man. Spider-Man success, and they see that like, hey, people really fuck with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in the uh, No Way Home. Maybe because they, did, cause he, cause they yeah. represented him real good. 
He was yeah, good. I liked Midnight. But was you cool. can't give Sony an inch because they no. get that Coke energy. You know, like, oh, yeah, the, the, we could do a whole spinoff with, with Andrew Garfield. Oh, uh, Toby, we could bring Toby back for another movie. And also, Tom Holland, we still got him for three more movies. Oh, yeah, we, I'm living, I'm hype off this. And it's just like, bro, it's just like Sony, Morbius chill. Shows, and then Morbius shows up and goes, it's Morbin time. It's Morbus <laughs> time. No, Tyrese is here. Time. He, I don't know why Tyrese is here. He's nobody. Uh, I thought they were like, I thought they were going to like in Morbius or like Tyrese is like a hero or whatever, like a villain that we don't know about. Because like I have you know, no idea like anything about Morbius. Morbius was like again, like you said, there was a there's a point in the '90s where they wanted to be edgy, and like all Seth MacFarlane was doing was making edgy mm-hmm. comics, and Seth MacFarlane's great. Like Spawn was awesome, but like you know, with image and shit, but then, like, with Marvel, it was like, okay, Morbius, though, vampires, and it's like, okay, you're a little bit li- early, vampires only really become cool after fucking Twilight, and it's not the, in the way you think. Yeah. It's not, like, Blade cool. <laughs> yeah. It's never Blade cool. <laughs> never Blade cool. Maybe Blade will be cool. Maybe when Marvel oh, makes a Blade, make Blade cool again. Make Blade cool he's again. It's coming out soon. Break so. Wesley Snipes out of jail and put him in the Blade costume. I think he is out. Is he out? Yeah, like he went to jail for tax evasion, though. Like, right? I think like, it was nothing, like nothing. I think nothing he's bad. been out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was it was tax evasion. It was not. It wasn't like Ezra Miller levels of horrible shit. Yeah, was he wasn't like, being like a, a literal villain. He wasn't reverse flashing all over yeah. the world. He was just like, I don't want to pay you, and I was like, that's respectable. I get that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want to pay people either. I I will never pay the government. I will. You will see Yanni in jail for tax evasion one of these days. You get that room with Wesley Snipes. He's like, "What were you in for? The same thing as you, my dog." He's just like, "All right, respect." And then you fucking make a Wesley Snipes movie of us breaking out. It's Shawshank Redemption, except like I didn't get framed. (laughs) Did he get framed for murdering his wife? No, yeah, he actually did it. Like, yeah, actually, actually did it. So we should. Why are we? Were we rooting for him? Because he went to jail and like he suffered. Oh, well, then I must be getting things confused. Oh, I'm confused with the fugitive where he I'm, didn't. I'm, I'm pretty his sure because he says he didn't. He maintains he didn't, but it's implied that he did. Uh, did the dude? Did the dude from Shaw Shank Redemption kill his wife? Like, is this an OJ thing? Did the glove fit? I think so. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Andy Dufresne is convicted for murdering his wife and his lover, sentenced to two consecutive life sentences at Shawshank State. He's befriended. Uh, oh, this is like a, a so whole he did thing. It. So the first line, he was convicted for it. He did it. But you can be convicted for shit you didn't do. Yes, you uh, can. Was Andy Dufresne guilty of murdering his wife uh, and our lover in the movie Shawshank Redemption? Andy was innocent. It was made was pretty he? clear in the conversation Andy had with Tommy Williams when Tommy told Andy and read about the story he heard while doing some time in another prison for auto theft. Oh, oh, okay. oh right, 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 right. Okay. So he did. Okay. Interesting. I'm thinking of something else then. Oh. Well, you are thinking of something else. You dumb, I, I, Jake. You almost made me think that I w- my whole entire life was uh, flipped up, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute and sit right there and tell you all about how Will Smith slapped that guy in the face. Yeah, a little bit late, but we can talk about that real quick. <laughs> you know why we can talk about that real quick? Because uh, Dave Chappelle got attacked by a dude on stage. 
mm-hmm. recently, a couple weeks ago, actually, in fact. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Okay, so Dave Chappelle gets bum rushed by some dude holding a fake knife and a fake gun on stage. Mm-hmm. And then Dave, this was the wrong night to do it because Dave Chappelle had an entourage of like 30 dudes, mm-hmm. including Jamie Foxx, who put the boots to that kid. Mm-hmm. I want you to look up a picture of that kid getting put into a fucking... Uh, uh, I cannot because of the Twitch guidelines. That's a I good can... call. Yes, he does not look great. <laughs> like he looked like um what do you look like he looked like a like you know when you drop an army man or like a gi joe and their arms are all backwards and shit mm-hmm. that's what he looked like yeah. but yeah basically the reason i say that is because chris rock goes up on stage after that happened and chris rock goes was that will smith because he was yeah. slapped by will smith at the oscars I would have been like, boo, it's been three, it's been a month, get the better material. He didn't hit the ball. He See, it's his fault for not capitalizing it, like, immediately. He decided to wait to talk about it. And you know how meme culture goes. It goes yeah, by so quickly. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, yeah. actually, nobody gives a fuck. But it is what it is. The guy bum-rushed uh, and got fucking stomped out. He got stomped, dude, like, super hard. Yep. By like 30 dudes. And then Dave Chappelle was just like, yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And no charges being pressed on that guy that apparently attacked him, though, mm-hmm. which is weird. But I mean, I guess he yeah. learned his lesson. And he went to the hospital because he got like, he went, beat down mm-hmm. real bad. He got <laughs> super beat down. He looked like a Ken doll ripped apart and put back together. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, the hospital bills are like alone that's ki- are going to kill him. So, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, I don't know. Just shit like that just doesn't interest me anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Like, I don't give a fuck about some dude bum rushing Dave Chappelle on the thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe he, it's because he tells was, like jokes that are mid. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I kind of wish he would have succeeded so he would stop. But uh, I was just joking. Uh, <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, this is going to lead into our. Well, let's talk about this before we get into our like our final conversation sure. about Sorry, anime because that's going to be a little bit long. But uh, Mr. Musky himself, uh, okay. old, old Musky as he's as he's referred to, Mr. I named my children after equations type person, yeah. Alpha Alcatel, whatever the fuck he named the kid. He something. Delta variant. I don't. That's the, I don't know what he named this kid. Uh, e equals MC squared. But regardless, uh, there's a little bit of a problem that uh, Elon is having securing the bag when it comes to Twitter. I thought he bought it though. Didn't he buy it? He bought it, but it seems like uh, the deal. Okay, so I'm going to read verbatim on this uh, website, so that way I'm not getting anything. This is CNN business, by the way. So don't uh, don't CNN. come at me if it's if it's wrong. Uh, let me see. Twitter deal temporarily on hold pending details supporting calculation that spam slash fake accounts uh, do indeed represent less than 5% of the users, oh, uh, Mux wow. tweeted on Friday. Uh, the news initially sent Twitter shares down more than 20% in pre-market trading before the stock rebounded somewhat. Two hours after his first tweet, Musk posted that he was still committed to the acquisition. So essentially... Twitter bots fucking fucked up the deal for him a bit. <laughs> and, and that is hilarious. This man, and this man says like, free, I want to bring free speech to Twitter. And meanwhile, f- like free, sp- well, this isn't really free speech, but like essentially 
like essentially free speech destroyed him yeah the restriction <laughs> of like the, there's a reason why we have restrictions on things and we have like tight security measures so shit like this wouldn't happen and this one fuck up your deal you dumbass oh my goodness yeah like apparently like snoop dogg is like i want to buy twitter <laughs> like can he buy twitter i don't know if he can i don't know his net worth yeah what uh what is uh let's look at what snoop dogg's network is Net- he, he just made a deal with fucking uh, Call of Duty because he's a character in that shit now. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because Elden Ring outsold it, so he needs to get on the Elden Ring train. Yeah, he should. Where's the uh, Where's the Elden uh, Snoop Dogg NPC in Elden Ring? Like, Snoop Dogg Elden Ring NPC. He just sells you grass. His, his net, <laughs> no, never mind. His net worth is only one hundred fifty million. Oh yeah, come on. You gotta be yeah. a billionaire. Yeah, be put. Uh, you gotta be a billionaire. Come on now. Let's uh, let's crowdfund Snoop Dogg to yep. to own it. Yeah, just is it's uh, four twenty every day on the Twitter landscape with Snoop Dogg at the at the helms. But like, yeah, Elon Musk is uh, is he's probably still going to acquire Twitter. But like, it's just it's just it's going to be like a longer point, I think, until then. Yeah, you know, any time to stall for uh, because he's really like he's probably going to sweat that uh, idea about having free speech on twitter like there's pretty much free speech already on twitter and it's already terrible like imagine like yeah, if no. he's just like let's let everybody in let's and let it, the floodgates come in and then all the anime profile pictures argue that sword art online is better than mob psycho and it's not uh my look at that masterful segue i just did my left <laughs> testicle is better than uh my uh, than uh not mob psycho fucking um sword, sword art sword art sword art yeah. yeah sword art yeah let's let's we were, battle gentlemen let's talk about anime we're talking about anime here we go anime time mecca favorite anime go uh spice and wolf all right What's yanni back? i don't know what that is yanni favorite anime go my favorite anime yeah. Uh, damn, I never really thought about that. Low key, it's One Piece. Fair. Yeah. Mine is uh, I like uh, Eureka Seven. Fair. Yeah. That was mine. I just thought the story was really good, and I liked the idea of the whole uh, uh, robots that were like Gundams, but they had like snowboards they could trick on. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Then the yeah. story got weird, but it was cool at the time. So, like, I still maintain that as, like, one of my favorites as far as pacing. So, we were talking about this earlier, and uh, we were talking about animation quality and, like, what uh, the quality of anime is to you. And you had you said you had some takes that were, like, not so great? Yeah, so we were talking about Mob Psycho, uh, yep. of course. We all have varying opinions about what we think about Mob Psycho. I uh, and I want to actually bring this in relation to One Punch Man. Sure. Same I guy. Think One Punch Man is I well, I think Mob Psycho is exceedingly better than One Punch Man. I agree, and it is because One Punch Man is a gimmick, and I yep. saw and I re- realized this gimmick was like like terrible after season two because season one was good. It was perfect. It, it was thirteen mm-hmm. episodes, nice, short, and sweet. And uh, however, season two came along. And there, I thought they were going to expand upon that, and like they, they had some good side characters or whatever. I thought they were going to focus on them, have One Punch Man be more of the comic relief here and then. But yeah, no, because they had like Genos and they had like all those dudes and all that shit. 
Yeah, right. or give a serious arc to One Punch Man. Who's who knows? But I thought they were going to go in like a more expanded direction. Nope, season two was just more the same shtick yep. of like just like oh, One Punch Man can just solve the problem with one punch, but because but of stupid they shenanigans, on, like, they built on like Metal Bat though, right? Didn't they build on him and how where he gets his powers from and why and like his whole thing? Yeah, like, they um, did all that shit, but in the grand scheme, it didn't really matter. Awesome. And then like the the story. Like, for One Punch Man, is just, like, it's very superficial. You're there for the animation. You're there for, like, the, the fights and stuff. And then, like, once you've seen, you basically seen it all, it's done. But Mob Psycho gives you a story. It gives mm-hmm. you, like, uh, about uh, a young te- a preteen battling with emotions. Like, yes. granted, it could be, like, generic to some people. But at the same time, like, at least it's a story of progression. And the main character progresses along with, like, the side characters and stuff. And it feels like there's a story there that's evolving. Whereas One Punch Man just seemed like it could be like a, um, you know, Inferno Cop, right? Oh, yeah, I know Inferno Cop. It, it felt like it could be Inferno Cop. Just do a, yeah. a short, like, five to ten minute episode each of, like, One Punch Man. And then just, mm-hmm. like, have it just be shenanigans like that. But, um... But yeah, and uh, that's when we got into like our deeper discussion about like an- like what anime is good and what anime is bad, and how certain fan bases can be kind of like eh, like super toxic about it, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So like just... my my whole thing with that. Sorry to cut you off there. Do you want to mm-hmm. finish your thought? No, you can go ahead. Okay, so my whole thing with that is like I think um, and Mob Psycho leads anime in like many different areas. It is a feast for the eyes. It's like great. Like if you watch an episode. There is so much going on, like in everything, and like how the action and everything works is just amazing. How the characters talk to each other and how they're ex- how expressive they are with stuff is fantastic. Like I just think the animation is like like leagues above any other standard, I guess, quote unquote, good anime. And like my main my main thing is I'll compare it to Sword Art, right? Because apparently, because like if you look at Sword Art, Sword Art is like the anime that people go, oh wow, this is so good because of mm-hmm. like its style and all that shit or whatever, right? Um. And the issue being that, like, okay, yeah, but it's, like, the characters are very bland. And I mean that in such as, like, they're not very expressive when it comes to, like, stuff going on. Like, Kirito and, like, uh, Asuna and all that stuff, they have moments. They have, like, this moment where they basically become, like, you know, um, like, husband and wife in, like, an arc where they're, like, do we just live here forever or do we keep playing the game and fighting, right? They take a little vacation for a bit and it's, like, that's a cool story arc. I thought that was great. But even if they're, they're worse when they had a bad time and they were trying to care for some random girl, like, they weren't expressive. They had no... It's just like, oh, characters are drawn to look sad. You know, they look a little yeah. sad. And I was like, all right. And then mm-hmm. it's like, um, they have, like... Like, the only times Kirito was, like, expressive is when he's fighting big bads on his own and it was, like, an actual monster that was a problem. Like, when they fought the Baphomet for the first time or some shit, and he's like, I have to do this on my own because I, if I don't, everyone else will die. And he's, yeah. like, he's fighting the shit out of that thing. Like, he's just able to out-DPS it just barely kind of kind of thing. Yeah. So that was cool. But, like, again, there's not really, like, any kind of expression or shit that comes with it. It's just, like, it's it's pretty, it's pretty attractive anime. Whereas with Mob Psycho, you get characters that are, like, gross, and they're, like, they have ugly to them, and they have, like, weird faces. But, like, that's the point of the character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but and the, the animation is still like visually stunning to look at when it uh, does certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like it's Ra- like the same reason Reagan. why people, yeah, Reagan. Reagan has the best. He's super expressive, and anytime he's in the scene, he steals it. He's great. 
Yeah, he's the, the best character because he's just like a, he's like a con man with a heart of gold. Great, I love it. But uh, uh, that's the same reason why people kind of fall off on One Piece too, is because yeah. like, and the reason why I fell off in the beginning, a because of like uh, what Four Kids did to it in the beginning, and oh, yeah. uh, also because like it, the it, like the art style is just not to everybody's liking, and it's just like there are certain characters that are like butt ugly, and like. Uh, and Oda has like a the tendency to lean more towards like the Western style style of drawing cartoons where they're not all super pretty people, and like no. they're not like all have the same shape, head shapes and like basically swappable wigs. But um, the same thing. The thing with that though is like he has like all his females are the same. Like, yeah, they have different. They have different color palettes. Like, but they're all the same, except for like the one witch that's like in the purple suit and like the earlier on when they get Chopper. Like yeah, she's a different woman. But her Everything body is the that, same. Though. Like but her the body's only... the same. Yeah, yeah. He like if if he if Oda is drawing a woman that is supposed to be attractive, they are definitely going to look the same. There are two characters that at a certain point in the anime they look exactly the same, and I confuse them. There's a character about, called like, uh, there's a character there's yeah there's a character called Nico Robin, yeah. and then there's a character called Boa Hancock. Yeah, and I want yeah, to pull yeah. up. Uh, I want to keep and <laughs> especially in the later uh, end because Robin and and Wano, Robin starts to wear more like fanciful clothing that resembles uh, Boa, and it's just like you two are literally the same character, the and they literally character. made her hair longer to like make her look more like. It's just like okay, the, I can see the like similar similarity, and also. Like Oda, like, he knows what he's doing with some of those f- female characters, specifically Nami. Yeah, yeah. Like it just gets egregious, and I'm just like, oh, it's fine. You, I'll let you give, have this. Give her a bikini top and jeans and yeah. nothing else. I'll let <laughs> you have like, this. Take it. I'll, I'll tell you. I uh, I got my uh, my skull my Scully bro, who's all Scully awesome. bro's the best character. I love him, Brooke. Or whatever. Yeah. he's great. I love him. Yeah, but uh, Mecca, what? Uh, let's talk about disappointing anime. Let, I mean, going back to Sword Art, because I watched the newest season of that when it first came out, like the first half, it was great. It was the Gun Gale one. No, it was the uh, Alicization. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. That part of it was great because it kind of brought it back to the first season, where it's like the the life aspect of it. It's God kind of living in the game kind of thing, which was cool. They had stakes in that one. It's like if you die, you kind of die. So it's like, that's kind of cool. And then, like, the second half, I was like, yeah. Here it goes. You do anything because he's fucking video game Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that is super accurate. Like, it's he's like, basically on, RN Jesus for real. It's like, I, I can't do it after that. So, Sword Art Online was great to get out with, like, the concept of the very first season was good. But yeah. they, they paced it wrong. Yeah. Then when he brought Alexization in, it was like, all right, it's kind of bringing it back to where it was at. And then they paced it right. But then they fumbled it at the end. Yeah, and it, and the pacing just kind of like falls apart. And like, yeah. I'm no stranger to like poor pacing, like Dragon Ball Z and the million, like the five minutes of Frieza saying, "I'm going to blow up this planet." Yeah, like, <laughs> you know. <three> but <laughs> but stuff was still happening though in those five minutes with other people. Like it was interesting, at least to say the least, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, grunting is not. That's well, yeah, interesting, yeah. It, it but was, it was it was low. It was a low point, but you know there was there was good things that happened from it. I mean, yeah, some of the cooler ones with Dragon Ball Z, which makes more sense. Like the timeline when he put that there was kind of stupid because they stood around a lot. 
But yep. the later on ones like, yeah, this all happened. Like the Twitter of Power. It's like, oh, this all happened like a half an hour. Yeah, literally. Because they're moving faster than the uh, speed of sound. Someone moved faster than the speed of light. So it's like, they're really moving fast. A lot's going on. And that was cool. Like, I like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I don't like, know, man. Like, yeah, if you want to talk about poor pacing, Naruto uh, Shippuden, oh, hands uh, down. Like, you, like, you're talking about Bleach is bad. Bleach is Bleach only is- bad if you... Bleach is only bad if you watch the filler... Naruto Shippuden gets bad in the fourth Great Ninja War, and okay, people man. who know they know the the fourth Great Ninja what? War is too long, and it's just like it is terrible stuff happens in that war where it's just like, like why is Madara waiting? To, like he can literally clap everybody, and this motherfucker's just waiting, watching there, like, and nah. it's just like. What, like literally waiting to pow- for people to power up and it's just like yeah I guess you can argue like oh he's just he's just toying with them to have more fun or whatever he's but doing just the like, Goku method but it just doesn't make any sense uh, narratively for story if you really have a goal that you really want to succeed and there's a there's a time frame that you want to do it and we also were reacting to it and we kind of fell off after like five episodes I was like okay it's kind of tedious <laughs> like, yeah, you know? the problem is, like I because I'm doing uh, well, I'm doing two th- I'm doing uh, two long form essays, uh, retrospectives of One Piece as well as Naruto. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've scripted out sort of what Naruto is. Naruto is like a a, a sandwich with two rotten buns. The end, <laughs> and the buns represent the the beginning and the ending. The beginning of Naruto Shippuden is dog shit when it comes to the pacing and like yeah. what they're doing, and the, the rescue Gara arc was fine. And the, but then the Tenchi Bridge shit was terrible. I hated it. And then uh, and then like yeah, just and then it doesn't get good until we get to the meat part, which is the Asuma death. The uh the the basically the two the fight with the Akoski for the the real fight between the Akoski the first time, and then like then Jirai's death and then all that stuff and then Naruto and all versus Pain and then I that's, remember seeing a bit of that like I haven't really yeah. watched Putin like as much but like I remember yeah. like you're like hey this is your rewatch because like what do you remember I'm like nothing but I do remember the Akoski fight when they show up and like uh, Kakashi goes to meet them. Like you know, to fight, and he gets stuck by like uh, the uh, the Ochiha guy or whatever. So that's the um, Naruto. That's the OG Naruto. There's another. Oh, okay. There's Never another mind one. then. Yeah, that's what. I, okay, so yeah, but, that's, then I have not. not I've not seen. But that. the middle. What I'm talking about. The middle of Naruto is peak Naruto. Uh, peak anime and probably the best anime. Like better than Dragon Ball. I think better than uh, some parts in One Piece. It's just like it's just peak anime. It's literally like there's literally elements that, that were taken from like. Star Wars, for example, when it comes to the chosen one, the child of uh, prophecy, literally the pro- child of prophecy, the pro- child of destruction is like literally told in like in a section of Naruto Shippuden. I think that's like the peak of Naruto Shippuden. And then after the pain arc is when like, OK, we're getting back to the bun. This bun tastes like shit. I hate it. Everything the people's uh like Sasuke has so many like oh am I going to destroy the leaf am, am I uh, oh that's dumb I hate that I'm being a little bit of a sussy baka right now I'm a sussy and then, boy right now and it's just one of those things where it's just like okay and I'm not and like I was not a fan of how they did the reanimation jutsu thing in the at the towards the end towards the uh, end towards the Great Ninja War because it's just like there's there's some moments where it's just like characters didn't get to have their full closure. Like why didn't, 
Like, why didn't Sonata actually interact with Don? Like, why did why did not they not write that in somehow? Why did not why did Naruto not get to see Haku and Zabuza? That kind of sucked. Yeah, true. That makes <laughs> sense, <laughs> wouldn't it? Like, fuck. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, with that part of the story is that Naruto's everywhere on the fucking battlefield. So why didn't he see Zabuza and Haku at that point? Yeah, it's like a sense of clo- like if you're trying to wrap up a story narratively that like makes sense, it would make sense for these characters to have like their end with the characters that they um like th- that they needed closure from. So like uh, the team uh, team Shikamaru's team got closure with Asuma, but like everybody else didn't get closure with like their counterparts. Like Don was nowhere near. Tsunade, like that could have been an interesting moment. Him seeing Tsunade as Hokage because he wanted to be Hokage, that would have been yeah. sweet to see. Instead of just like, oh, I'm I know this ghost jutsu in the last moment, and I'm going to go over there and see what's going on with Tsunade. I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. It's just like, oh, he has this ghost ability that we didn't know about. Okay, cool, I guess. And it's just yeah. like it's just one of these things where it's just like it. The the last half of that arc was kind of. Like very hectic. It just felt rushed, like 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 lazy but rushed kind of thing. It didn't yeah. feel. The problem is, it didn't feel rushed at all. It felt. It drug out too it long. Dro- yeah, drug out too long to Ugh. conclusion that they, the Jake. The conclusion is aliens, Jake. Fuck off, it, really? It, that really got is. <laughs> yeah, it is like another being came from outer space, from the uh, moon specifically, because what they did was they converted uh, Kaguya, which is like a Japanese lore of a woman yeah, who, yeah. Co- uh, who, uh, who came from the moon, and yada, yada, yep. yada, read your yeah, Japanese yeah. lore if you want to. Yeah, yeah. But, know, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, it, they put that into Naruto, so she literally came from outer space, she blessed the world with chakra, and there's all this shit. And and then Borto expanded expanded on that where it was like, yo, there's more than one of the, her. There's like a whole alien race called the Otsutsuki. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, in ways, Borto saved Naruto because if they would have just ended like Kaguya, that was the end. But that would be make no fuck. Yeah, Madara should have been the end game. Mm-hmm. That. Is Instead of like M- Madara was tricked, there's this like there's this black shadow creatures like ha, ah, I was the the true culprit behind it the whole entire entire time. It's just like who are you? <laughs> and it's just like it, so it's stupid. very is it's very dumb, and it's just like and oh, that sucks, dude. That's why I don't watch long form anime anymore because I like those little I like the anime that have like fucking like twenty episodes and that's it, and yeah. there's nothing else. The you know, only, yeah. it, okay. So hear me out on One Piece because, okay. like, the only well, reason why One One Piece is an exception though, because that is a different adventure and that's yeah. way different. It's more. It's it, like I I give it a pass just mm-hmm. based on how Oda has everything set up and how he crafts the story. That's fine. Like so, One Piece gets an eternal pass. Time for my TED talk on One Piece, you guys. All right. Because that's I'm great. writing a script on it and I like had to like dig into the lore and stuff. And One Piece. I I don't see a way One Piece can end badly with the way Oda writes his story. And what, mm-hmm. uh, like Mecca, have you seen any of One Piece? I watched a lot of it. You watched all of it? No, I, I skipped bits and pieces because mm. filler. Between the islands is filler. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Between the islands. Okay, but are you uh are you at Wano or have you made it past the time skip? Where you at with it? Time skip. I don't okay. know about Wano, but I haven't watched one. I know okay. the time. I know the time skip is like they're older and they're more experienced because it was like 
like spoilers for those that watch One Piece, spoilers, cover your ears, spoilers. Like the issue that happens with Ace, and they're like, fuck, we need to be stronger because we're literally dying. We can't have this happen again. So they take yeah. time to go train and get stronger, kind of thing. And like yeah. they're all put up at that point. And like, yeah. hey, we need to get stronger. Like he uh he put he poses for like a picture. He's like, yeah. Yeah, the tattoo's like, yeah, come back in like three years. Yeah. Because they make that promise and then they then they meet up at the whatever because they're like fuck it well, we know where this is but we can't we aren't prepared yet yeah. and then it's the mermaid city and shit when they come back and it's like this whole thing with they're all disappeared and there's like the fake uh there's the fake team that's pretending to be like the fucking straw hat pirates and they're all just horrible yeah. <laughs> so and like and like Usopp comes back as like fucking damn king you did some sit ups <laughs> and it's like damn and then Zoro comes back with like less one less eye but like more swords it's just like shit dude Sanji <laughs> like, comes back with a fucking goatee <laughs> yeah Sanji's the same like <laughs> you know except he has facial hair now yep so <laughs> the thing with One Piece One Piece does a great job at pay of making like everything matter everything like even this like small little throwaway moment there's something that sanji says during the skypea arc that is set up let me see uh when was the whole cake island arc versus that was like around 700s so about 500 episodes so 500 episodes like sanji referenced like oh he says something like a very throwaway line that you're not really supposed to think about and the, which ties into something that is relevant 500 episodes later. Like, yeah. Oda does something where he sets up something vague enough where he can, like, have wiggle room to work in the future. And, and this, is what I th- this is what I think about that. I think Oda would make the best dungeon master for D&D ever, based on how he writes stuff. Yeah, because the lore building is the most important. Like the I I wrote this in the script. The lore of One Piece is a lot better than the story that they're telling with One Piece. Like Literally. the story of Luffy becoming king of the pirates doesn't fucking matter. You want to know about? There's an 800 year ga- gap year that nobody knows about except for the world government and the celestial or these basically bourgeois bourgeoisie people. Yeah, and exactly. we don't know what's going on this 800 year uh, gap. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's happening around the world that like is not even concerning the star straw hats that is considerably more important, more interesting than um than what the straw hats are doing right now. Cause it, cause right now where I'm at, there's this like big uh, event that happened, which is called the reverie, which is all oh. of the, like all of the nations, islands, kings come together to discuss about. Uh, and I'm going to tell you something that's going to sound really cool. Uh, so all of the uh, nations get together, right, to this like fa- to basically it is. Uh, think of like Olympia. This is like the highest p- point of the world where all the wor- where all the like bourgeoisie people live or yep. whatever. And um, essentially what they're doing is they're having like a meeting about like how should we run the world. So how it's set up is that there there was this guy brought to like a throne room and it was called the empty throne because it's supposed to signify that nobody is to occupy this throne. It's it's in the center of the world. This means that all of the world's uh, leaders are equal because there is no king above you. Everybody is the same. Everything is equal. However, it is then set up that like just very subtly somebody sits in that throne signifying that there is somebody that is considered as the true orchestrator and ruler of the world and that not even the kings uh kings and queens of the world 
know that there is a secret, that there is a true ruler of everything that essentially orchestrating everything. And apparently like this 800 gap year is so detrimental that nobody needs to find out is so uh, it's like so devastating and can possibly like shake the foundation and ruin the world. And meanwhile, mind you, that is not Luffy's story at all. This has nothing to do with Luffy. This is outside of him. Uh, Maybe it has to, like, there's, like, fans speculating. Like, it it involves Luffy in some way, but this isn't his story. Because there's, like, the straw hat or what. It's it's, it's hard to explain. But regardless. Luffy's story is is the adventure of I'm going to be the pirate. Yeah. But right. the and world then, like, and then itself is the thing with Shanks. But the world is much more interesting than what's going on with Luffy's story for sure. Yeah, because usually in a story uh, like take Star Wars for the example, the main story is just as important as the world that is surrounding it. Like yep. especially if you take a New Hope or whatever. Like yeah. literally, um, like the whole goal of like those three movies are to basically free the universe or for, free the galaxy from the tyranny of the Empire. So exactly. it goes hands in hand, and like Darth Vader is with the Empire, Darth Vader is Luke's father. It all connects in some way, shape, or form. So what Luke, what Luke's actions, what he is doing, is is grand is is um important to the grand scheme of the world. However, in One Piece, the world like there's a whole bunch of like lore and shit that they dump on you, and that you just like, wow, this is a lot more interesting than Luffy going gear whatever the fuck, and yeah. like. And like Oda does that so perfectly, where it's just like I I don't think there's a way that One Piece can end terribly, because um, the point of uh, the One Piece, uh, the point of the show, I don't think is the One Piece. It is the world building and also the aftermath of what happens when the One Piece is is found. So, yeah. like yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just like I think One Piece will be peak peak shown. And but the problem is, is like I was discussing this with a friend. Uh, this like nobody's going to watch One Piece. No, no like I can't convince <laughs> nobody to watch One Piece. Like you no go, matter. Hey, there's like this, there's this story about like you know these pirates and there's this huge like kind of culty thing in the background, but the story with the pirates is really interesting. And they're like, oh cool, how many episodes? You're like over nine hundred, and they're yeah. like fucking pass. <laughs> yeah, it's estimated it's probably going to be around fifteen hundred to two thousand episodes by the time. Oda is going to be complete with one piece and like how are you going to like uh like tell somebody in their in their right mind to watch all of one piece even read it is a big task or whatever it's it's like fucking like so much and you're like oh like it just takes forever you know but it's a story that's worth it though you know what i mean like it's a story that's interesting yeah and it has it has kind of like just an interesting story everything is like very well crafted like even with the filler stuff it's not like it's fucking the worst in the world it's just it's just very like it's it, it like everything in the set pieces have a reason to be there and like you said like that whole thing with sanji making a like a reference to and even in like if you go from like episode 100 to episode 500 like there's things that you think are like meaningless but then they matter based on like how people are interacting like the whole arlong Pir- pirates arc you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there was shit said by Sanji earlier on. Like, they set up Arlong before the, Arlong Yeah, the Arlong Pirates themselves, they set up... They set up a character that was not... Like, they literally, like, set up the Warlords. They brought it up. They brought up a character, a specific character, a specific Warlord that we don't even get to see until the, the Ace arc, the Impel Down arc. 
Exactly. And it's just like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, Oda does these things where it's just like, where it's just simple story. Like, if you want to learn how to write a story, especially a long form story, like if you were trying to do like the next Harry Potter series, the next Lord of the Rings series, and you're doing it by uh, like each story, you have to like make things sort of vague enough to like be able to oh, like okay i can work with this uh sanji mm-hmm. referenced this that he was from this area and that doesn't make any sense because to get Until, over to like, this area way later yeah like, you know and then they expand upon the lore that way and stuff and they don't do it in a retcon way which i which most animes and tv shows do, do which sucks no they they have it where it's it's malleable and it makes sense to what's happening in the lore yeah. like it's same thing like if i were if i were to campaign for D, which we're gonna play one by the way mm-hmm. um shout out to those that may want to watch this we might stream it we'll record it for sure um like i've been writing a a one piece-esque story because i know i like basically danny was like hey i made a fish man for my character i'm like fuck it we're gonna be pirates <laughs> you know so, so i was like fuck it everyone be pirates puds made like i, I don't know what puds make she told me what it was but i, I forgot and she likes to keep her her, her character secret when, until they're fully realized you and uh and mecca need to make one yanni um but, but like you know Revan needs to make one but it's something where like i'm like okay we're all nerds that like and appreciate anime we're all nerds that appreciate like certain story structures we like to fucking dick around and joke and like not everything has to be a combat slog not everything has to be like high level like intrigue but you know the the story of pirates of just like a like a ragtag band of privateers or pirates go around sailing in adventures in classical D space like i have basically the first three-fifths of the story planned in my head and, I've, and i'm making maps based off of that and i'm making characters that you'll interact because like there's five of you and if you're gonna have a ship like a skiff or like a big ship you're gonna need people to run it so i'm like okay what kind of people can they recruit on their ship and i'm like okay like knowing yanni he's probably gonna want to see like a luffy type goofball character that's on the ship or something knowing Mecca, he might want to see something more towards like some, cause we were talking about Assassin's Creed the other day. You might want to see like an old hardened, like Ezio map maker dude. Right. Uh, Puds is really into the Bridgerton stuff right now. She might want to see like Lord, little Lord Fauntleroy, some fucking guy, you know what I mean? Like, so there's like you, you think about what the intended audience will be looking at and enjoying your medium and you go, okay, here's what I want to tell and here's how I'm going to weave it together. And here's how the audience will like it. Like, you know, or here's what I'm going to try to get them to like, right. Cause you're trying to do like a, an appeal to what you think would be a good story as well as weaving it together. That makes it a great story. And Oda's a master of that. He's a master. Yeah. Craftsman for that. yeah speaking all that, like, yeah, in fiction, you always have to treat every character as if it's somebody's favorite character. Exactly. As you mentioned, like you're tailoring, making NPCs tailored to each of uh, one of us. The problem versus One Piece versus Naruto is the fact that clearly uh, the the artist or uh, clearly Oda treats every single character as if it's somebody's fucking favorite character. They each get a moment to shine. Uh, yeah, like they're the best character. You know. What meanwhile, I mean? Naruto, there are characters that just fall by the wayside because they're n- probably not necessarily his favorite characters. Or yeah. he just the, finds them as like joke characters, such as like Rock Lee, Sakura, yeah. or whatever. And Rock Lee's super cool as a character, and I was yeah. so pissed they didn't do more with and him. It, you know? it just makes a like a shitty narrative experience when you have a character that you relate to and that you gravitate towards, and like they're like not being uh, taken seriously, or there's no justice for this character. And like mm-hmm. I like the fact that Jake is like, yeah, this, you like this character. We're going to have this type of character in there, and they're going to tailor towards your needs and expectations and stuff like yeah. that. And, exactly. Uh, 
and yeah, that's that's interesting. That's like a good food for thought when it comes to storytelling for you guys out there. Yeah, because like you want your you want like think about when you read when you read Harry Potter back in the day, all the characters had purpose and they had agency. Like especially like being a DM, and I've done this for twelve years. Like being someone who's DM'd off and on for twelve years, I, I go okay. Like I whenever I like pitch a campaign to people that I know that are my friends, I know them pretty well by the time I pitch the campaign. I go okay, this is what people are going to want to play and what they're going to what the kind of world they want to build because you. And DM like DMing in Dungeons and Dragons is completely different because it's like a cooperative story. Everyone can do things in the story. Um, example: the last one I played before my buddy like went off to go to to a military camp because he got promoted and he has to go back to PT and he's hating his life right now. <laughs> so we played. Uh, there's a there's a module called Lost Minds of Fandelver. It's a standard entry level. Anyone can play. It's very easy. It like eases you into the D and D world. And I write extra stuff to go with it to just like like build it up more because like if you look at it as a module okay a b c d e f and i'm like all right great here are some characters with personalities sprinkled all through throughout that i know my friends will like so in the intro i was like all right you guys are all connected by one character known as gundred Rockseeker, who is a dwarven smithy um i'm want you to rp with me like a memory you had of him so puds is playing a paladin doctor known as dr hexen who is a dragonborn paladin doctor so i was like all right so we start back in the flashback bygone era where you were doing like you know um, you were do you were opening a free clinic and gundred was like bankrolling the estate for you as you first started out doing your clinic just getting that set up to cut your cut your teeth on it uh you and gundred are dealing with a dwarven friend of his who sat in a vat of alchemist fire and is currently burning alive what do you do and then puds is like shit i have to go from here and then i jump into my wee old scottish dwarven accent and have her like pretend she's talking to gundred but then that gives her immediate buy-in for who gundred is what gundred is important to the story and every other character got the same kind of flashback where okay you, like there's another guy who's playing with us who's playing like a rogue in uh, like a rogue halfling him and Gundred got arrested one night for carousing too much. So what did they do when they were arrested in the drunk tank kind of thing? And that gives them this buy-in to not only this is what my character is and this is what they do, but it lets the players at the table go, oh shit, that person's playing a paladin. Oh shit, that person's playing a rogue. So you can kind of see, okay, cool, that's how their character reacts to stuff. Now I have a better foot in the door to be like, this is how I can kind of like not act, but role play towards what their character sensibilities are, thereby making a better story for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I fucking yeah. love it. It's the best. Yeah. And I definitely can't wait to like, once we can start doing our campaigns, because like, I love the creative aspect from, from it. Like, I can't wait to like start drawing your guys' characters and stuff so I can. Yeah. Uh, as well as my own. So that way we can get some like uh, cool looking art. Yep, I will probably I will probably put up some money for you to do that because I have a couple of designs uh, for NPCs you guys will encounter. Because when I run campaigns, I'm running it through an app called Roll Twenty. I like to do the visual novel style, so when you talk to a character, you get like a little headshot of them, and like this is the guy you're talking to right now, kind of thing. Because then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, sick! I feel like I'm actually interacting with someone. Yeah, but uh, but yes, expect D and D from us in the future because we we're venturing into different territories. We got game, we got multiplayer gaming, we got single player gaming, we got podcasts, we got D and D now. You guys, yeah. watch out! We might be the no next one. critical world role. <laughs> Wished like they are, they're already millionaires making tons of money because they're voice actors. Yeah. So anyone out know. there that wants to hire me as a voice actor, please do. 
Yeah, please hire Jake as a voice actor so he can uh, right. be our sugar daddy and give us money. That's right. Absolutely, I would. Uh, even though b- voice actors are being paid shit and yep. also g- and have given impossible hours. Yeah. Yep. They but, have to fight for it. Like, Bender just got his job back because the other the, the dude that they hired, he's like, I don't want to do it. Give it to him. And they're like, but he wants more money. And it's like, so pay him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's, maybe it's what they're worth. <laughs> Yep, yeah, maybe you should pay people what they're worth, huh? How about that? Worth, How about That's that it. Funimation? <laughs> uh, but, How about uh, that Viacom? <laughs> didn't did mean to throw any shade on anybody or anything. Um, but uh, that about wraps it up for this episode of the podcast. Uh, I had fun. Did you guys have fun? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. We're going to play some. We might stream some uh, Warzone later tonight with the boys. Yep. And yeah, cool. uh, yeah uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Uh, if you guys are view, uh, if you guys are uh, listening to this over on uh, Apple iPod, Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or wherever you're listening to this at, as I mentioned before, rated four st- uh, five stars. Uh, we no four re- stars. Do four. Yeah, you got yeah, do, do four, four now. Do four. I like even <laughs> numbers. Now I like even numbers. Keep it even. But um, uh, yeah, be sure to go ahead and do that. Also, be sure to head over down to the Twitch channel. Uh, link is going to be in the podcast description uh, where we're doing this live so that we answer your questions live. This actually would be the section where we'd answer your questions toward the end. So, look, we, we made a shorter podcast because you fools wouldn't come to the live stream. Well, guess what? Come to next week's live stream every Saturdays, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we record it live over there and it is uploaded the following evening over on Apple Podcasts, which would be Sunday. So Sundays, it should be available, and uh, you can watch it live on Saturdays. But with that being said, uh, see y'all on the next stream or the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.